look around. We've got some characters in the room tonight. <laughs> if you've seen Stephen Gillen's podcast on James English, you'll know what I'm talking about. Co-interviewing tonight, we've got Chet, one of the biggest, most viewed on the channel, hundreds of thousands of views right now. His podcasts are in the description box below this if you've not seen it. And Stephen has got a hell of a story as well. I'm going to put the link to the James English video in the description box so you can click down and watch what he said to James English, my podcast brother, as well. So thank you very much for coming on, Stephen. And you've got a book come out, coming out right now as well. We're going to put the link down there for that as well. Before we get to these hard-hitting prison stories and crime stories then, um, congratulations, you know, on coming so far in your life. You've sent me links, all the stuff you're doing right now, tremendous work you're doing for the community and your book. I know what it's like to write a book. You've got to sweat blood. So how long's how long has it taken you to get here? All my life, Sean. <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, um, all my life, really. You know, you know what they say, you know, about overnight success. I mean, you look back, it's 40 years in the making. You know, we are where we're, where we're meant to be. So, right, yeah. you know, I'm happy to be here. Still you, here. Because you were incarcerated Surviving. for a very long time as well. Over, over over 20 years, give or take all in all. And a lot of that was in, like, super max equivalent, double cat A, is it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So you have got lots of stories about Charles Bronson. You're in his book three times. He has a page, you got a page in Living Legends... And there's a story about the Wakefield cages, the high security cages up there, what it was like, and you beating up a predator. He certainly was a predator. Well, Wakefield in them days, Sean, was, not, was known as a control unit, so it really was the worst of the worst. Yeah, it was you had the cages there. You know, there was three cages. There was two downstairs, which was either side, and you had a cell in the middle with like a bulletproof thing here, a bulletproof thing here. It was a telly in there, in the middle, and uh, you know, sometimes they would put that on. But there was a shower in either cell, double doors. You know, they feed you, feed you under the under the, under the door like a dog. You know, they give you the phone under there. If they opened up the cell, you know, there'd be ten of them, twenty three hour bang up. Um, they was picked as well down there in Wakefield. They really was. They was growly, you know, growly bastards, you know, and they was all, they was hand-picked fit fuckers, you know, and they was there to deal with trouble. So you were sent yeah. there as a punishment yeah. and they was there to deal with whoever jail. come yeah, through the door. It was a punishment jail, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah why, why were you sent there then? What had you done? <sighs> I'd done a litany of things. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was on the ghost train, you know. They called it the ghost train. It was called continuous assessment, which was basically you go from block to block every four weeks, every six weeks, every two months, and then move you round and round and round, you know. So, you know, I was really in. I was really in the game of them at that point. I mean, I, you know, I think I, I think I was on. I was on the ghost train, and I would have been on it block to block for about twenty four months, constantly. You know, and I try to get off it, Sean. I try to behave, but it tortured me spiritually, mentally, physically, and I, I you know, it just wasn't happening. There's nothing worse than being moved around constantly, is there? In America, it's called you must diesel have made therapy. Moves as well, you know, you must have made some moves to get threatened in that manner. You know, they don't treat anybody in that manner. No, you must have done something, man. 
כמו... Well, no, you have to, you have to. Why would you choose the bad? One of my things which I'll come to later was, you know, I was suspected of trying to get guns into escape. Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's why. Suspected. Right, okay. Well, that was one thing. I was already a cat. So that's a reason, yeah. Right, I get it. But there was a lot of compounding reasons after that. There was violence with other inmates. There was violence with the screws, you know, one-on-one. You know, and it was consistent. But trying to get firearms inside is the heaviest thing you can do. Uh, So I get it. Yeah, I get it. This is what they said, you know, but we'll get Alleg- into this allegedly. after. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. It's quite a story. Yeah. But look, it's coming later, that story, you know. You've, you've done enough inside, yeah? Just tell them, yeah? Just tell them. Yeah? Just, they can't give you no more. What the fuck? No, no, absolutely. I mean, I say it how it is, yeah. You know, I say it how it is. But you know what these people are like, you know, they make yeah, up yeah, all yeah, kinds right, of yeah, yeah, conspiracy yeah, yeah. stories. You're right, you're right. The next thing. You're right, yeah. Allegedly, yeah, trying to get guns, yeah, but it's all bullshit, obviously. It's all bullshit. It's all hearsay, isn't it, really? Well... Obviously, it's hearsay. Yeah. Because you didn't didn't go to them and say that, did you? Yeah, it's hearsay, isn't it? No, no, it's other people. But look, you know, if you think my security file, Sean, it was like that. I mean, fucking like that. I mean, what would be in a file like that, travelling around? There was two files, two parts to it, one big bit like that, and another bit. This is just a security file. So they're writing and... You know, when you're on the book, you know, you know, you're a cat, eh? They're just yeah. writing, writing, writing. Seventy percent of it is well, yeah. If a dodgy. screw doesn't like you anyway, if it the head screw, if the head screw, if they don't like you and that, you're fucked anyway. You know, they can write what the fuck they want, can't they? Really, in the day, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And they can do what they want. You send you there, send you there. It's up to them, isn't it? So it's a funny thing, you know. This is yeah, it's a funny thing. Yeah. yeah. So you ended up in the Wakefield cages. You've described mm. it. Mm. And then what happens with this predator? It's a really horrible place. You have to think that it's nonsense there. It's really hardcore nonsense. They don't put the normal people on the wing. We don't go on the wing. It doesn't happen. But they hold all the all the real, real beasts there, Sean. And it's a kind of a place, when you go into that place, the atmosphere, you can smell it. It stinks. It's the worst place on earth. Probably one of the worst places I've ever been. I went to harder jails. But that yeah, was know. horrible. I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. It, everything it's like about it. It's like it. Spain, yeah? Yeah. It's not the hardest of people. It's just the worst of people. <sighs> yeah, just, you know, oh, God, you look at them, you go, fuck. There's a stink to it, Shane, you <laughs> yeah. know? It yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. everything yeah. there. No, I get that. I get so that. anyway, I was I was in a cage that you know there was three cages. There was two downstairs, you know the main ones, and then there'd be one that was in front of the hot plate, which was double doors and all that. So when you'd come, they'd put you in there first, so they could work on you a bit more, like you know, and observe you is the thing, right? So anyway, I'm in, you know, I'm there, and there's this guy next door, you know, and he's talking out the window and all. He's a cat, eh? you know. I see the red eye in the door, so I know this is someone. You know, he's done a lump of birds, something about. But, you know, I find out, you know, I'm talking to Charlie out the window and he keeps butting in. So I think, who's this guy? So anyway, shit, he's saying, you cockney gangsters and all this shit, he starts saying. Where's right. he from, anyway? Originally, Charlie Bonson. Uh, Charlie. Charlie's from Luton. Where's he from? Luton, is he? Right, go on. Charlie, yeah. yeah, but this this yeah. guy, this nonce, yeah. he was... A cat, a, one of them sadists. You know, he was kidnapping birds off the street and torturing them. I mean, he was a nasty oh, bit of work. What colour was he? He was a white. He was a, he was a, oh, he was one of them you'd want to get your hands on, yeah. really. He was just an horrible, horrible person. 
but he kept kind of getting involved. So anyway, you know, you know that inevitable come. Who are you? And you know he's next door to me, so we're having a bit of to and fro. So he starts giving it out the window shit. So obviously I can't get to him, right? You know, so he keeps banging on the wall, you know, trying to get my nut. So you know, I'm end up. I'm saying to him, skinny boy, listen, see when I get you, skinny boy, I'm gonna snap mm-hmm. that little nigga yours. I'm trying to get into his head. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I said, see when I get them little arms with yours, when I get them, I'm gonna snap them like twigs. I said, I promise you, I'll get you out in that yard. I'm gonna get you one day out there. And I did want him, but he was so sure that there's no way I would get him because you'd come out of there and they'd come out in the morning and there was a yard here and a yard there. So we'd come out, they'd always put us singly. We'd never go in You don't get the chance, man. It's fucking infuriating, that shit. When there's a skinny nonce slagging you off and there's nothing you can do about it, is there? This That's, was a nasty bit of work. It gets you, doesn't it? It gets you. Well, you know that you can't reach him, yeah? Physically reach them, and they're loving it, and they and they feel free. Quick question for you, then. So a lot of guards say this guy's uh, chomo because they just want you to do him in. The gangs say, "Show me the paperwork." What? How do you confirm he's a predator? We just knew, you know, because there was a screw in there. You have to watch them, but you know, we just kind of knew. And you know, I forget what it was, but it was something. Someone down there, like Charlie knew someone or someone, and it was confirmed. He's so-and-so from so-and-so. I can't remember the full strength of it, but it was confirmed. There was no, we didn't know who this guy was. We knew where he was, and obviously we looked into it a little bit, and he was what he was, right? Torturing women. This was the thing, right? This was the thing. He was a cat as well, so he was naughty, right? And you just know with these people, Sean. You know when you're away, there's just something about them. You just know, right? You just know by everything they do, they're nasty bits of work. So anyway, this kind of went on went on for two weeks. And one morning I went out there and the screws, they set this up because they hated him as well. They hated him. <laughs> right. He was one of them. They hated him. set them up or not, you know? Hey? Normally to set somebody up, yeah? Mm. I was asked, Durham, okay, I'll let you finish your story and I'll tell you my story, yeah? Setting somebody up. Yeah. Okay, right, go on. So I've come out, do you know, instead of going left by myself, they've opened the door to the right. Now, there's about six of them in there. I don't know who they are. It's kind of a small yard. There's two of them. So I walk in there. All I'm hearing behind me, I'm hearing, you know, I'm waiting for the the metal door to clang shut. You know, we've got on them grey lifer lifer coat things. And I, um, he seen me, and I see his face like that, and he went to say something, but I was over to him. I just went bang, 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 Are you got bang. Him? Yeah. On the penny, you know, I got him. Anyway, I'm still winning him. They've left it for a bit, the screws. Not for long. I know, yeah. Not for long. <laughs> right? 30 seconds they give you, don't they, normally, innit? Not for long. <laughs> they give you 30 <laughs> seconds, normally. Yeah, 30 seconds. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. it was over anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, I wanted, I really did, you know, you know, and I caught him lovely. But they've come in, you know, and they've dragged me off. So, you know, CNR, all the thing, at the back, yeah, yeah, trust yeah. up, at the yeah. thing. You know, I'm still saying to him, I told you, skinny boy. <laughs> I'm going to get you. Anyway, he had two eyes like this, black as a panda. You know, so Charlie Bronson was saying when he's seeing me next to Charlie, he's laughing out the window. Ho, 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 ho. He says, you walked into the wall. Ho, 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 ho. He says, Dave, you've got a whom, didn't you? Looks like I walked into the wall. He's got two eyes like a panda. But he had... <laughs> Look, you know, I mean, I, you know, I have to do what I have to do. I'm a nice person. I don't like bullies or anything like that. But when you get someone like that, mm. I must admit, 
I didn't feel no way about giving him what he was asking for. You wound him up as well at the same time. That's the truth. Did the guards give you a pass on that because he was a sex offender? I got nicked and all that, but one of them said, I'll see you out in that yard, you're a boxing champion. He was happy because he hated him. (laughs) That's what he said. He said, no, I've seen you out. And they, you know, you know, there was no talk between us, so that was a big thing for them. Yeah. So they was happy. You got a, yeah. you know, yeah. They, they yeah, tried yeah. to, they tried to set you up. Right, no, um, right. I'll tell the story, yeah. The Durham jail, this yeah, and there was a black geezer that come in here. He was big, black, six three, big, yeah. Looked like you know, uh, and what he did at this present time. He was like, uh, help this girl home or something. Uh, with a shopping, he pretended to have, no, he, he pretended to have a broken arm, right? He couldn't carry a bag and his girl did it. And then he just got a hold of her, dragged in his flat, kept her there for three days. Kept her there for three days, raped her, properly fucking did the business. He was a big fucking big black geezer, right? And she was a little girl. So you can imagine, right? And anyway. Got jail, yeah, and he was hated, yeah. But he was a fucking intimidating looking cunt, right? And uh, anyway, you come in. I was uh, the head air cleaner on my wing, air wing, and the screws said to me, right, okay. He's in this cell, right? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna leave that door, your door open, and you just walk in and bash him, right? I went, I went, listen, tools have got any? They went, no. I went, right, have you seen the fucking size of the cunt? I went, <laughs> I went, give me something and I will do it, yeah? If you don't, he could get me, you know, because he's a dangerous motherfucker, yeah. right? You see him, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, you, you know, him. you know, I, I've seen the fucker, yeah? yeah? But nobody else would do him and just went, give him a licking because he used to give the screws a hard time. Mm. He used to give the screws a hard time, spit on him and do this. And went, listen, we want him bashed, we want him bashed, yeah? Uh, so I did get off of the job. I said no. I said, what's in it on my part? And then they said, uh, and it wasn't a lot really, because I'm risking my fucking life while fucking walking in that geezer cell. He ain't no skinny. Because right you know, they put he, you he, up he's as well, then. Why would I be doing that? Go yeah. in there and end up so, with some of his guilt. Yeah, so that's what they set up on my part. And I went, no, I didn't buy that. I went, unless you give me a tool, okay, to make sure the job's done. They went, no, we can't do that. I went, no, then. Yeah. yeah. Did someone else go in for them? No, nobody no. did. No, nobody did. They asked others as well, yeah, but they thought the same as me. He's, have you seen the size of this fucker? And plus he's like, you know, he's horrible, dirty, rapist, like uh, has no decency, no morals. Uh, they're bad, man. They're bad. Really, this is a real, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really strong start, fellas. People watching this, this is the kind yeah. of story that they right, like. Right, right, okay. <laughs> All right, well, um, how did you first meet Bronson then? I met Charlie in Wandsworth, Wandsworth Block. I'd been down there with some fractures on the wing and I was down there and we started talking. You know, we got on straight away. He's a wonderful storyteller, Charlie. But we went all the way through the through the sentence together because I'd done a lot of, you know, a lot of solitary confinement on my on my own journey, Sean. You know, I was in units with Charlie as well. Uh, Woodhill, Woodhill uh, uh, CRC you know, for the most disruptive prisoners in the country. Charlie was the seventh one selected for that, I think. I think it was eighth, eighth or ninth. I come just after him. Two years I was in there. So, you know, we had it all in there as so, well. So, so to balance out the darkness then, have you got any funny stories of Charlie stuff, antics? Oh, 
oh, I'll tell you what, got, he's got unbelievable stories, right? Especially the ones in Broadmoor, where he was in Broadmoor. I'll tell you one, it's just, I'll never forget it. He said, Steve, I was in Broadmoor, and it's, you know, with all the mad people. You know, he told me about toilet roll guy, right, and all this. But he says there was one guy, he said, Steve, I'm sitting down in this, in this, in you know, in this room, in this deli room. He says, and he comes up, this guy, and he says, I know you, you're Charlie Bronson. He said, go on, kiss an eye then. Right? Uh, <laughs> true story, true yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 so anyway, Charlie, he'd never heard that before, Charlie. He said, Steve, I looked at him and I went, go away. Right? But anyway, this this guy would keep on up to him. Go on, kiss a, kiss a proper one now. Kiss the best one you've got on the chin. Charlie said, Steve, I could not get rid of this guy. Everywhere I went, this guy was on me. Kiss an hiding, please. Kiss a beating. He wants to sell the story once he leaves jail, didn't he? Oh. <laughs> Obviously, you know, you know, I got cheated. He's not shit. Now, this guy is, you know, it's a shilling short. Right, so anyway, he said, Steve, he drove me mad. And then one day, a few weeks later, he says, I'm in the, I'm in the cars here. I'm having a... And he comes in and he says, go on, kiss an hiding. So he said, so I said, Steve, all right. I'll give you a fucking idea. So he said he went to him, bang, bang, bang. Ah, he says, Steve, he's on the floor. He says, so I'm looking at him now. And he says, and he's coming around, he's got a bird spinning. And he says, wow, he says, that was fucking great. Anyway, it's, it's bad, isn't it? True story. Right, so the screws come and they, drag, <laughs> and they drag him out. And they drag him out, right? So they get him down in the room and say, Charlie, we know he likes a good idea, but fucking leave him alone. That was a good idea. Have you ever heard anything like that? No, no, really. Did you not sell his story afterwards? That geezer. Did you not go to the newspapers and sell that story? I don't think he was too well, shit. All right, going back to the darkness then, you got one of... You're with Charlie in full Sutton block and it was a pretty harrowing place. And then there was a category A predator, John Reed, who killed himself one night just next door to you. So do you want to set the table for that one? This is a crazy story. Another story, right? I'm down the block with Charlie. We're having a hard time down there. I'm a dirty process. Uh, Processing everything. They're really giving us some shit down there, these people. It was a nasty kind of a time. The block's full. I'm here. Charlie's about five down. Next door to me, there's this guy. His name's John Reed. Now, he's another one. We checked the case out. But he kidnapped a woman off the street in King's Cross. He was a I've rapist. I've heard of that name. I've heard of that he name. He put a gun to her head mm. and he killed her. Right? Oh, oh this is fucking tell you what. <clears throat> so anyway, he's next door. Now, do you know when you do line Sean? You, you know, you'd roll up a paper like an arrow, you'd put a bit of thing in it, but you'd throw it out and then someone else further down would throw it out. You'd lock it so you could pass things along the window. Fishing lines, we call yeah, them. Fishing yeah, fishing lines, yeah. right? <clears throat> we'd have the papers down there, you know, so there'd be the good people down there, you know, so we'd be throwing... He's in the middle, you know, you know, this John... John... John Steed. John Steed, his name was, right? So, um... We're throwing that, but every time we want to pass the newspapers, the daily newspapers, or a bit of snout, or whatever to each other, he keeps throwing the thing at Sean and knocking it in and nicking the papers and all this. So this was the thing with him down there. 
So anyway, I get down to the park. I said, here, you see you, you know, stop taking them fucking papers, you know, off the thing, right? So anyway, he's, you know, he's trying to get into this dialogue with me through the pipe. But, of course, I fucked him off, you know, because I knew, you know, he tried, it was just talking madness, trying to try, trying to balance up and justify himself and make himself right, you know, and all this, you know, and I fucked him off. But anyway, so, you know, I'm down there with Charlie and people who was down there, they kind of turned on him, Sean, because he was causing a lot of trouble down there. And he was a nonce. He was another cat, eh, by the way. He was about 10 years in to a life sentence. And there's one thing I remember with with this guy. I said to him, see you. I said, you're dirty. I said... Why did you do that to this to that woman? Why did you shoot her? She disobeyed me. He went. Mm. I couldn't believe it. He says I'm like a Viking. I thought, what a fucking disgrace. I said, you see, you, you. Fuck. Anyway, this was the thing. So one week go with this. Anyway, I'm sitting in my bed. So he keeps nicking papers here and there. And the lads out there, they're turning on him and they're giving him a bit of abuse because of it. So this is the thing, right? I blanked him. Anyway, I'm in my bed, shit, right? And I woke up, it must have been about five in the morning, and I've heard the screw go, rigor mortis is set in. So I thought, fucking rigor mortis. <laughs> so I woke up, I woke up, I thought, what the fuck is that? I know what rigor mortis means. Yeah, yeah. So I hear the thing going next door, but this guy, how it turns out, he was a Buddhist, and there was some Buddhist calendar thing, and it was some kind of special day or something, but he hung himself in there. Really? Next door in the night, really? he took his life. There was not a sound out of there, shit. I didn't hear anything. No ruckus, no nothing. But he'd killed himself in there. And there was, oh, you know, so anyway, they're all rushing in there, the screws. This is early, early morning. They left him in there, I think, until until the afternoon. They closed everything down the way they did. We were all watching out the side of the door and they wrapped him up like a mummy and took him out the back door. Very bad stuff. But there you go. That's a true story. What a piece of shit. Did he do the dangle or did he lean forward? Do you know what? I really don't know. He hung himself in there. It's very so, difficult so to sell, it? It's, hard it's very work, difficult it? to do. It shit, I wouldn't it. know anybody done it. Do you know what? Yeah. When you hang yourself, the, what kills you is when your neck snaps, yeah? So you need that, like, space to, like, drop. Boom. So, you, boom, your neck just goes and you're hanging, yeah? If you don't have that drop, it's just a case of, Slow. When the when they lean forward, it's slow. Oh wow! Yeah, it'll take you fucking ages, wouldn't it? If you think about it, especially if you've got a neck like ours, yeah. Well, that's why. We, we, <laughs> if you've got a neck like ours, yeah, it'll take fucking ages. <laughs> that's why we met with Epstein. Epstein was too tall to dangle. I think he had a skinny neck, didn't he? He leant forward. They're saying he had a skinny neck though. But all the bones are broken. Even no, though he leant forward. No, that can't happen then. Yeah, exactly. That can't yeah. Happen. That yeah. was a bit yeah, of a special, special treatment. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, but that's the whole point. Special of, treatment. Like, special treatment. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Took care of him in a way. Yeah, yeah, yes, it's all right. Do you know, I always <laughs> thought that, though, shit. <laughs> it took care of him. One less sex offender. <laughs> I didn't know where he would, he, he, would, he would have hung himself in there. Do you know what I mean, shit? Mm. But because there was, but anyway, he managed it. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. So we've got with the Leeds gangster beat Australia's most dangerous man in whole unit, and the whole unit was for the UK's most disruptive prisoners. Prisoners included serial killer Colin Ireland, 
And then also um, your friend Frank Burley is now dead, shot and killed when he got out. Beat up Ian Steele, a triple murderer who'd come from Whitemore SSU, known as Australia's most dangerous man. All right, let me just go back to the beginning of that then. Um, whole special unit. What's that like? How did you end up there? Because of the litany of trouble all the way through, they build like a case up against you. You know, and they kind of label you. Yeah, you position yourself for that, but this is what happens, right? So this is about halfway halfway through my sentence. They don't know what to do with me. I'm not, now one of these people. They've thrown everything at. They can't break. So they think, right, he's a real one. We're not quite sure what to fucking do with him. It's like the rest of them. So we'll go round and round and round, or we'll have a strategy with him. Right, this is what he done. A whole unit was like Barlini in the old days, in the sense. They give you everything now. You cooked your own food. You stayed on the unit. You had visits. You could bring food out on the visits. Um, you had your own gym. You had two TV rooms. They, you know, they'd even let people come on the unit, um, uh, the visitors, you know, and stuff like that. It was really, you know, I got there. There was there was, there was about seven of us. Alan Lord was there when I got there. Oh yeah, we've had Alan Lord on the podcast. Amazing story. He's on the run, jumping through windows. If you've not seen our Alan Lord interview, I'll put that in the description box below the video. So if you want to click down and watch that, it is action-packed. Alan, Alan was there. Strange ways, you know, strange ways. Alan was there. You had a few people there. Kevin Brown, you had uh, Keith Pringle from Middlesbrough, Frankie Burley, you know, he's dead now. You know, blessed, you know, there's a big gang war in Leeds. He got shot not, not, not long after he got out, you know, going back and... You know, there was a few of us in there, you know, and we got on because we all kind of knew each other. It was a funny place. It was a very paranoid place and it was a strange place. But, you know, sometimes they try and slip slip one in. I mean, uh, Ian Steele. Ian Steele was, at the time, he was classed as Australia's most dangerous man. Or one. He was in the SSU over in Whitemore, you, you know, with all them lot over there, the IRN, all that lot, exceptional risk cat A. But they downgraded him, so he still had to go in units, so they sent him to Hull. But, you know, he'd, kill, he'd killed about three people already, right, at that point, and, and he'd escaped yet. This was why they needed him in units still. He was a trip, triple lifer or whatever. He was a strange character. So he was there. He just had strange ways, you know. And what happens is when you're in these units with people, we all have our ways, right? You know, I've learned to live with them as long as they don't get in the way or cause too much of a problem. Each to their own. But everything's magnified in there. You know, there'd be stupid things like you left a pot on. Or you, could, you know, yes, yes, people yes. get killed over leaving the pot yes, on the fucking stove. That ain't clean. People come in your cell, having a toast, leaving crumbs on your floor. You go, what? How dare you? <laughs> it's magnified, isn't it, Chet? It's like fucking crazy madness. Is, I have to clean my pad. How dare you leave crumbs on my floor? Yeah, he's mugging me off. <laughs> <laughs> he's setting me no, up. That's it, he's yeah. mugging me you off and then he's thinking, setting me up. Right. Is he like having a go at me? Like coming in my cell with a piece of toast and eating it in mine and leaving crumbs on my floor. It's psychology, you think? Yeah, it is. is. He, has he just done this on purpose? He could have eaten in this cell. Is he testing me, isn't it, yeah, Chef? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he testing me, though? Yeah, yeah. You see the psyche, what he's talking about? What it is, because these places are so, you know, Sean, yeah. are so violent, yeah. 
Mm. And so hair trigger. It can just go anytime. Something little small like that yeah. can be the start of more. Yeah, easy, if people easy, think then the, the next thing, yeah. they take more liberties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're going down the path of but serious, jail, serious small stuff. Small what kicks things off, isn't it? Yeah. It's never anything big. I've seen things as stupid as, as who are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> Not looking at nothing. You calling me nothing. Bam. Yeah. Losing a game of chess. Yeah. Is a heavy one. Gambling. Gambling. <laughs> Losing a game of chess with a heavy one for me, I'll go, right, I'll get you later. <laughs> I, I like chess, you know, I'm a chess player. <laughs> I'll go, and I'll be foaming if I lost a game, yeah? And now I'd knock over my queen, yeah? I mean, I mean my king, I'd knock it over, yeah? I'd go, right. I'll see you. <laughs> but I'll be foaming, and for that night, I'll, I won't sleep properly. Knowing I've lost a game of chess, <laughs> everything, like you said, magnified on the out yeah. is forgotten about in two minutes. Mm. Yeah. In there, it carries for a week. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. we've so we've got um, <laughs> so Ian Steele, triple triple murderer. Um, the day me and my friend Frank beat up Ian Steele. So how did that? It'd been. Doing a few things. It's good we talk about how this stuff pans out. Because he was making a few moves to try and ruffle our feathers. You know, moving shit, smashing shit, walking around as if, you know, he's going to do something and all this stuff. That's the worst one. Because you have to be watched, Sean, right? Constantly. Can't turn your back and all that. What's he up to? Where is he? What's he ain't getting no knives out of the kitchen and all this stuff? This is the kind of stuff, right? So, you know, all that was going on. <clears throat> and then it's come to a head. We was up on the, up on the toes. It's like a little box, right? With the uh, all the stuff on the bottom. Uh, main, main cell was on the toes. On the top there were cells, but we didn't use them. You know, there's about six, nine of us in there at any one time. And it's come to a head. And he, me and him on the landing, it was pretty much me he wanted. So we started fighting. But Frankie Burley was there. Me and Frank was like that from Leeds, right? Why did he want you? I don't know, he's just had something in his head with me and I was the target, you know, one of them. You know, I was Fixated. the target. Well, it wasn't that I'd done any... I mean, I wouldn't take no shit from him. I didn't care who he was. But it seemed to be I was the one, right? But, you know, it wasn't as easy as that because, I, you know, I hadn't really done anything wrong. And he was taking the piss in there anyway. People, people had the ump with the way he was behaving. But me and Frank was like that. You know, me and Frank was like that. We're trained together. We've done everything together. Could have seen you as a threat. Maybe I need to take <laughs> this guy out because he could take... I don't know what goes through these people's fucking heads, yeah? So he could have looked you in that way, you know? He yeah. obviously seen you as a threat. If you weren't a threat, and then he won't be interested, would he? Exactly, yeah. 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 I think, yeah, there's something, yeah, you know, definitely wary of me. Everyone threat, yeah. was wary of everyone yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was the yeah. truth. But it seemed to be I was the target for him for some reason, right? But, you know, he picked the wrong time because when he'd done it, I mean, brains, you know, Frank was there. And Frank looked at me and he nodded as if to say, yes, Steve, do him. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Let's do him and get him off the wing. So we just done him there and then on the thing. We done him. And, of course, he was gone because there's two of us. He's causing all the trouble. So cool, took him off the yeah, wing. So you do it. And that Fuck was him, it. Innit? Fuck him, innit? <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck him. If someone's bringing drama to your door, yeah, you don't even want it. You don't even want it in the first place, you know? That's if right. someone's coming in, like, oh, right, okay, I'm going to have to fucking deal with this because you can't ignore it. 
Nah, yeah, because it's, not the kind it's of, like a weed, yeah? yeah? It's a weed. And that weed will grow. It's just got to get cut out of the fucking... As soon as it emerges, this is a fucking tip for all these guys. Prison yeah? survival advice tip. Prison survival. If somebody tries to intimidate you, yeah, it's a weed. It's a weed that's coming up, yeah? You let that weed grow, it gets bigger and it gets harder to cut. As soon as it appears, you got to fucking chop it, man. Because you have to chop a lot of weeds. I'd agree with that, definitely, yeah. 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 A few, Sean, yeah. along the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's best to do it early, isn't it? That's what, I'm That's what I always Sometimes done, Sean. I'm, I'm glad it. I did. Looking back, in hindsight, I'm even glad I looking did. Back it on my got part, very bad, looking know? back on my part, yeah. I used to give people a chance, which was a mistake, because that yeah. weed's getting stronger. And, and if I'd eradicated it earlier, it would have been a lot easier job than doing it six months afterwards. You know, it's like, oh, God, I should have done this fucking six months ago. And then that job's six months harder. Uh, as soon as it appears, I say, cut it, man. It's like a vine, that kind of stuff. Mm. If you let it infiltrate, yeah. it, it'll spread, it keeps going, it gets round you and it'll strangle you. It's hard work then. Sooner rather then than later. it's stop it then, isn't it? Yeah, It's easier absolutely. to stop it as soon as it emerges. It's easier to stop to create as soon a boundary. as it emerges. Yeah, to create a Don't clear boundary. Don't let it like, yeah. get its little vines around you, like you said. Because it will, it will so, uh, Stephen, strangle you. How do you balance what Chet said, giving people a chance, with having to make an example? What, what, what's the line that you draw? <clears throat> I always, for us in them prisons, in the dispersals in in the UK, one of the things was I'd always keep around my group of people. That was the best thing. This is why people have food boats and stuff like that, because they know who they're with, they train together, they stay together, they back each other up. They stay away from a lot of madness that way. And plus people, people are, they say, oh, they're with them. They're pro-. They just leave you alone. So it's better to have a name. And be someone who don't. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, there's yes. another cut side to that where there are that little fringe who are beyond the pale, right? And sometimes if they take a disliking to you or whatever, but these are the ones you need to make an example with. So when I'd get, you know, I mean, I'd never have no trouble with anyone who wasn't me or even more than what I was. I wasn't that way. I didn't want egg, but I wasn't taking no shit from no that's one if a, they was going to threaten my life. That's the same as me. Do you know I don't what I mean? want it. I don't want it. But if you're going to come at me, what choice do you have in a place like that? Well, you like don't that? really do. You know, these people. Yeah, you know, you they they kill you. These people. Yeah, I see terrible things yeah, in there. Yeah. So you have to choose. Yeah, you have to choose. So what is the selection process for you to decide who to click up with? Who you're going to be safe with? <laughs> for us, you know, for me, I had known a lot of people who I'd done work with organised criminal stuff and all that before. You know, in London and all that, or You'd either work with people or they'd work with people you'd work with or they'd gone to school with someone or they knew someone and you knew, knew someone and you knew. So you was fitted in that sense. They knew exactly who you was. They knew your family. They kind of knew your history. And this was this was the bond because there was no yeah. getting around that. Is that the same you know for you? I mean? Well, yes. Um, but me, I was a bit of a lone wolf, you know. Mm. I didn't really work with other people. Well, I did afterwards on my second sentence here. Uh, vetting people, yes, I knew who they were. They were operating for years and years. I knew who they were. Uh, yeah, they were like, I knew the styles, yeah. You can't just walk into anybody fresh. Nobody fresh can walk in neither. Can mm. you say, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Where have you come from? Yeah, Who's absolutely. your family, you know? Uh, yeah. Nobody, no one knows you before. I've had this now. I don't know about you, 
but uh, people trying to like um, get close to me and stuff. Yeah, it's dangerous. In the yes, and they have links with grasses, certified ones as well. They're their mates, I know, and I'm just like, I'm just getting a bit like scared. I'm thinking, stay the fuck away from me. I'm not doing no wrong here, but you obviously think I am doing something wrong. Because why are you sniffing around me for? I don't fucking get it. This is another reason, Sean. When you're in that life, it's so serious, and the, the connections and the relationships that it really is a life or death. You're walking in places you don't know if you're walking out. So you're very yeah. mindful yeah. of being set up. And if you don't know someone, it could be anyone. Mm. And, you know, and you are a target criminal in your thing. So they are going to come with that. So how do you tell what's what? I mean, you know, I've seen unbelievable So to have that mindset things. then for over 20 years, I mean, yeah. I only did six and I was thinking if I did 10. That's hard work for 29. I was thinking if I did 10, I would be insane. I was thinking if I did 10, 20, constantly, constantly thinking like that. How, how do you come out then? And, and adjust because you must get, like have a paranoia. I mean, I, I like to sit with my back against the wall in a restaurant or a pub to this day, but for 20 plus years, I can't imagine. It, look, the truth is, it was an unbelievable process for me. My hatred kept me going. All I had was my self respect. You know, you're talking about the lowest primitive feelings here, where having a bar of soap and being able to read a book is. Wow, yes, this is. is your yes, it is. highlight. Yes, it you is. know, this is the feeling yes, is. that makes you human. Yes, it is. I mean, it doesn't get, you know, but outside that door, this madness. And you're not going away from it. You can't hide from it. It's there. You're, it's constantly there. And the years stretch out. So for me, at the end, you know, and I said this the other day, it, it was a, so bad, the hatred kept me going, surviving, kept me strong. Even moving around. I used to like moving around. I did. Did you? Because it would break it up. Because I was, you know, the times you think you're going maybe, off your... Yeah, maybe, nah, maybe, don't worry about that. But it's the truth, maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, in the end, you know, thankfully, towards the end of that sentence, I knew, I was intelligent enough to knew that I was actually destroying myself. I thought, you know what? I was like the walking dead shit. I used to walk them landings and they'd sucked every bit of emotion out of me. It's just a horrendous way to be. But then I realised in the end, I thought you are destroying your own self unless you sort yourself out here because you're getting out soon. To, to, to get back to being a human being again, yeah. it was really that process. Normal thinking. Normal fucking thinking. And it's a long way to back. To deal with normal people, yeah? It's a long way back Not from where you with are like at that point. killers, rapists and screws. You've got to deal with normal people. Yeah. When you go to Greg's and stuff like that, sometimes I'm difficult. <laughs> I don't fucking know, me. <laughs> but sometimes I struggle, you know. Must dealing stupid, with but it's the little thing. Dealing with normal people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's how they look at you and this and that, and then I don't know myself neither. <laughs> but these are normal people, so I think right, okay, I got to speak normally now. <laughs> you have to change your manner, demeanor, you know, because right, I'm talking to normal people now. I'm not. Talking to a screw or a fucking this or that. Yeah, it's a whole uh, different. Right, okay. And then you have to like. What year were you released? 2002. Do you still have like flashbacks, yeah, nightmares, paranoia? I do, yeah, I do. Sean, for me, it's like I've come to term it spiritual warfare. Because I'm so much in the light. You know, I'm, I am so much a different person 
from why you should be them years. But it still sends me stuff. Mad, I think, fuck off. Why are you showing me that? It's like mad stuff. Do you know what this is, yeah? It's like a flashback Do you thing, know what right? it is, yeah, I think, yeah? The spiritual thing, yeah? It's, it's because your mind, yeah, you've had that long for, for it to sink in. People on the out, they've got to go to work. I've got to go here, I've got to go pick the kids up, I've got to go fucking Asda, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, blah, blah, blah. You don't have time to get anything spiritual into yourself, but you had that fucking mega time. And that's Very sorted profound. you out in a way. Yeah, it's profound. It's a profound Because there's loads of people now on a day-to-day basis, they don't get any spiritual time whatsoever because uh, I've, got, I've got to go get my kids, I've got to do this, do that, do that, blah, 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 blah. Fucking East Enders is on, this is on, that's on, right. I've got to bath the kids, go to sleep, wake up. But you had that time, that saved you that time. It, it's a sim on my part, I think. Spiritualism, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, just like let it all sink in, yeah. It's like what's meant to be is meant to be. And uh, and it's working out, I think. For there's me, a, it's working out. I don't know about your part. There's a journey here. You know, and it's very profound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, and we would look, look, let's face it, you know, let's say you were, we wouldn't be where we was if it hadn't have been where we no, had been. No, 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 no. Many yeah. don't come back for They don't come mm, back from no, what no, we've no, been don't through. Know, don't know, I no. feel very privileged and yes. very grateful. I am as well. I'm very courageous, well. but we've been forged in yeah, a certain yeah, yeah. way, Shay. I know, but that This cannot take, be uh, yeah, just by that. chance. I don't, that, I, don't, I don't buy that. But that does take the alpha male to come out on top. It takes a lot. Of the rest of the fucking shit there. Yeah, it takes You've got to just rise on top of it and deal with it. And then it gets easy. But it's that process. Mm, absolutely. That process ain't hard. That process is hard as fuck. There's very few men who can walk that process. Yeah. So, yeah. so you reached a point where you became known as one of Britain's most disruptive prisoners, Stephen. Spent four years in units... And four years on continuous assessment, the ghost train. And then Dirty Strikes. You want to tell us about um, Dirty Strikes with other prisoners like Alan Lord? I thought of Alan when you said about the Dirty Strike, because the last time, the one I remember was down in Full Sutton, a separate time than the time I talked about with Charlie. And I was on this side of the landing, and Alan was over there. And this was after we'd been in the unit together. So we'd been on the wings or something, but then, you know, we'd come back, we'd ended up segregation again, and he was over there, and they was treating him very badly. And um, But look, you know, what you're talking about is being at such a primitive state of such a violent, where they're torturing you mentally, spiritually, physically. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. You get some, no, but yeah, they're just yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you tend to find you in them places... You are normal. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. You, you might start. Normal. You might start normal, but then they change over time. I know. Then they get sent to Wakefield. It has an effect. The screws you mind. Huh? I can't imagine the screws there. I heard stories about it, yeah, because I was in uh, Wheelstone here, there, roundabout area. Wakefield itself, as a town, is shitting it. Right, you I've only know Wakefield there. for the jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Wakefield, you know, when somebody says Wakefield Football Club, have they got a football club, I think? Or is it rugby? I don't know. But it's Sounds like fucking a rugby league shit town. town, but they've just made this fucking horrible bastard jail there. <laughs> Notorious. Yeah, they made the bastard jail there. 
where you will get a hard time and the screws up. I can't imagine the screws there, mind. Yeah. How was it with you in there, screws? Did you think? Not nice. Yeah. Waiting for me. Yeah, mm. waiting for me and not nice. Bastards, man. The bastards, man. They have big lumps as well. Oh, oh, big lamps. Yeah. So they're all pit. <laughs> they're yeah, all yeah, 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 fit. They can't wait to roll. Fit fuckers. They can't wait to They're not, <laughs> not a skinny lamp. <laughs> they can't wait to roll. They are a unit in there, man. And so, they yeah. let you know yeah. that when you yeah, come yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll this is the introduction, right? <laughs> what, what was the um, worst, worst reception you had from them? <laughs> I've had a few, you know, bad ones. You know, you know, it usually ends up the bad ones are they're very growly, they're primed, you know, and it doesn't last long, and you end up you fighting with them. You're in the strip cell, and they're bedding you up, and that's sooner rather than later. Probably the the next day, maybe the same night when you, because it's yeah, 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 a couple of yeah, 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 yeah. So, so why the dirty protest of Alan Lord? Down there, I forget exactly what it was, to be honest, but they was treating us so, so unfair. And what we'd done first was we actually went on a bit of an hunger strike, I remember. Did you? Uh, yeah, and then we talked and we How said, hold days? on a minute. How many Someone, days right? not long, Sandy, I think it might yeah. have been five, six got- days. But five, someone with some sense. Two minutes. No, no, it was days. Yeah. People go on hunger strikes, yeah, listen to me. I just think you are fucking your body up, yeah? Absolutely. Do not do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is the worst thing to do in the world, isn't it, really? Because then they think, all right, look at the state of this fucking gimp now. Now we're going to take a liberty. <laughs> right, no, no, now they, we're going yeah, no, to no. take a liberty. Oh, God, they will just... This, this is, is what we said, You can't so. even raise a fist at them, man. They will just go yeah. like that, slap you in your face like that. Hunger strike, the last thing to do. Nah, Dirty right. protest, okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So did, you start, did you start to feel it after six days? <laughs> Absolutely, you yeah, feel that after about. Do. I felt it after about twenty four hours. You do, man. But you know you what? Do, you know what? I was a bit of a voice for reason, and there was others. We said, "Look, you know exactly what you said, Chet. This is not our best thinking." Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we're weakening yeah, when we need to be strong. Week, yeah. Let's come with something else. Yeah, and it was spot on. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. so we've done that, and they was bastards down there. They was coming in, and they was fighting down there. The shields and the, and the mufti, and we was in and out the box, and in and out the box, and then they were telling me they was taking out, taking out your bed. And then in and out of the box, we said, this, man. So, you know, you know, he was fuming down there. Alan was down there. He's a big lump, Alan. He's massive, right? I've never seen a stronger man, but he was on it. So they <laughs> after, after That would have been good fun, that, at the time. I would have enjoyed that if I was there. Oh, we was talking all the time, me and Alan. He How was long my did buddy, that right? For the day- about two weeks, I think, now. Fucking hell. So take and then us, they come down and they, <laughs> you know, still hard work, bit, they still started hard to give a bit, you know. Still hard work take weeks. us through yeah. the days of the dirty protest, what you actually did. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's not to be it's not to be advised is the first thing. No, it's not to be advised. I mean, this oh, is where I'll you're be, at. I wouldn't dare. The worst place Don't try this. Don't try this, viewers. It's where you're at rock bottom. When I think of that, you really are. Yes, you're rock bottom, man. You have, you know, so... The last tool at your disposal. As well. Especially when you try to... Right, go on, yeah, yeah. This, this, so they are fucking... You cannot get any lower. Go on. No, we just... You yeah, know, we never... You lower than shit, can you? No, this is... <laughs> you're really That's in trouble you when you have to do it. But, you know, we'd have a little corner in the cell yeah. where we'd sleep, we'd eat. But, you know, you, you know you'd paint flowers how, how many and people? Vases. How many people are in the cell then? Paint only one. We're cat ace. You made so out only one. shit. He did out with his shit, he said. I do flowers. Ah, oh, it's flowers. flowers. Well, 
do a vase and a fireplace and some stuff in there. See, to make it look right. They made art. Wow. We had the we had we had. I've never heard of this. Is brilliant. We had we had pri prison guard Neil Samworth on the podcast. Prison guard Neil Samworth. Yeah. I put it in the description box if you're watching this, and he said to stop the dirty process. They had they came up with a plan. Now there's. The smell of your own shit is the smell of your own shit. But, the smell, smell, of, but yeah. the smell of someone else's shit. Else. So they let the guys out to go somewhere. And when they put them back, they put them in each other's cells. <laughs> and they stopped. Whoa. They stopped right away after that. I know. That will make they you stop. They stopped. Yeah. I've never had that. Yeah. You know what it's like if you did yeah. shit in your toilet, yeah? Yeah. You walk back in. Red, but okay, it's all right, yeah? Brush your teeth and whatever. But if somebody else says, oh, fuck, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know that, yeah? Somebody else's shit, you can't handle something. Is that what they did? Switch sounds with a bastard. They're did. fucking cunts, aren't they? That's what they give up. <laughs> they must they give, give up. up. They must have given up, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they get right away. Right away? Right away. Right away. <laughs> 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 well, they're banging on Crazy. Yeah, that is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good film, Steve. When they're doing that, they're sticking with somebody else's cell. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so how many, how many days were you with your shit, your shit flowers on the walls? How many days did you do that? Oh, two, two weeks, weeks, you said. Two Back weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Then they started to even your own give smell after two weeks will start to wear you, you down, it. or you just get used to it. I think this is the first. You get used it? to it, yeah. You get used to it because there's there's bigger, <laughs> bigger mental, bigger mental bridges to cross with yes, these lot. Yes, bigger, yes, bigger, yes. bigger fish to fry. Yes, yes, so it's yes, just yes. fuck you. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So you, it's you, only your you know, shit. it's my shit. It's only your shit. You know, if I have to stay here like this, I know it's I know it's causing a. Uproars, you know, because they've got to come with all the gear, yeah, yeah, all the time, they and they've yeah, got to do all it. Causes me, have you got to add a new layer of freshness every day? Oh, god, you know, and of course, they don't want to come in and bash you up when you like that, yeah. Well, have you got it on you as well? No, 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 but I don't think they've done that, but you know, they're not going to rush in there, yeah. They usually leave you. That was my question, did you put it on you? I wouldn't have done that myself. No, I didn't. Right, do that. Okay. I knew people who had done that. Cool guy, yeah. No, 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 I put a, I put the baby oil on, chat. Said right. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. But you not know, you don't. But shit. not, nah. But I know people who've yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. was in a bad way. Yeah. And they was getting some proper if beatings. Yeah, yeah. So they thought they have you know. to do that. So why did that dirty protest end? The governor start. There was. I can't think hundred percent, but the, they started to relent because the governor started to come down. Basically, they give us something, which was what we wanted. So in them places, when you get your little victories, mm -hmm. you take them, and they mean yes. a lot. Because they don't give them yeah, victories yeah, no, out. No, no, no. They Very don't give rare, them out. Man. So when they do... Very fucking rare. You say, okay. Yeah. Proof and the you point say, okay, here. right. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Nice one. And it yeah. helps. Let's move on, yeah. It helps, you know. Really what does. led to you oiling up? What was the situation? God, I think uh, this was in Whitemore, and uh, again, that was just a horrendous block. They was really going at it. I mean, they was in and out of themselves all the time. They wouldn't think twice about coming mufty, again, in and out of the strip cell. In and out. Sometimes twice a fucking day, shit. In the end, you say, do you know what? You People lose it. They say, okay, if this is the game we're playing, we're going to play it. You know, sometimes you want to beat it to calm you down. 
that's the truth. Yeah. How crazy. Yeah, it, I know it gets is. into your head. Sometimes you think, oh, you're licking. I'll say, I'm going to go for this. Yeah. But I'll be out for about 12 hours afterwards. <laughs> but at least I'm fucking crazy madness. But the truth. Head. So you're oiled up, and then what happens? Well, you know, I mean, I, you know, I was down the path by then, and it was, you know, they just come in, and it was the shields and all that. What they do with them shields is they come in the door like that, and then they move across, right? So they've got a wall, yes, and then they'll try and batter you into the corner, yeah, yeah and come in here, you know. So a few times, you know, I'd get over the shields and I'd pull it, but they can't get you when you're wrapped up with, you know. So you'd have a you'd have a chance to. Do something. At least it'd go on longer. But they'd always get you in the end. Oh yes. And they give you an well, in and they throw you in the strip yeah, cell. I think it's just uh, again. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, then let's go for a fucking. Let's go now for a little. So they generally knock you <laughs> I out. I want to get fucked up. <laughs> no, but I used to. Up? I used to. Yeah, they used to. You know, they used to be very heavy-handed yeah. with me sometimes. You know, so you're gonna get fucked up playing games. But you just go. Let's go for it. You know you're going to get a fucking lick in here. It makes you like that shit in the end. Mm. I promise you, it yeah. does. It yeah. makes you like that. There yeah. are times you say, you know what, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Did you want to blow off steam like that? Uh, in jail. I do it on the out. Now with the feds, yeah, when they're trying to take me in custody now. This happens in custody. They try and take me in, you know. Uh, it's just a way to treat me. Dragging me, doing that, give me fucking elbows and I abuse them. And then they give me a fucking kicking, tasing me, naked, and they drag you around. Um, but I will fight back at that time, yeah? But this is police custody now, happening now to me, you know? Yeah. In jail, in jail, um, my experiences there, they won't let my man's here, yeah? Okay? I just sort of played that little game, played the little system. Um I didn't try and bring any guns in or nothing like that. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly didn't die. bring any guns in, yeah? <laughs> I didn't try any of their moves, so I think that helped me, yeah? yeah. But I was still cat A, just because of the fact that I thought I had money there. So you get the cat A treatment, but that's fine, you know? It's, it's, but no, I never got bashed up. I didn't get bashed up. But I wasn't doing a 20 stretch. If I was doing a 20 stretch, yeah? Uh, my mindset will be totally different as well. It is a change. There's me, yeah. There's me. Seven I got, yeah? Trapped. A seven, you think, okay. Big time. Seven's okay, I'll be out in four. Yeah, mm. so you think, right, okay, I'll do that. You know? I'll just keep my fucking mouth shut if I can. And I'll just try and walk the seven. But a 20, you think, oh, fuck you. Let's go, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's different. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It sends your mind a bit fucking stupid. It's like, right, how dare you give me that fucking sentence, you cunt? What the fuck have I actually fucking done here? What innocent people have I fucking hurt here? I might have took off the government or this or a bank or this or that. But what the fuck? Why do I get a 20 fucking stretch? So then you're... Listen to me. If I got your sentence, I would be exactly the same as you. The day Believe you, me, I know this. The day you got your sentence, were you expecting it? I was, Sean. Funny thing... Mm. I kind of always knew I was going to get a lump. I didn't know how. Trial, yeah, not guilty. I didn't know how, but when they give it to me, I, you know, I got it. You know, my co-dude was there. Give a bit extra on top, aren't they? Yeah, we because got they know who of you years. are. Yeah, they, they, they're all right. You have, years, they're yeah. going to go. How dare you run a trial? <laughs> so oh, normally God, it would have been story. fifteen, but they're probably giving another five. <laughs> well, before before we get to that story, then 
We got you at Woodhill CSC. The death of your friend and scouser, Lenny Turney, by Matthew Wainwright in the Close Supervision Centre for Britain's Most Dangerous Prisoners. What was it like there, the people in the murder? Woodhill CSC is called the Close Supervision Unit. Now, the government then had spent, I think it was something like 15 million to build this gaff for us. Now, this was a different gaff than Hull. This kind of come after. It was a new initiative. You know when they brought in the standard and they started to split and divide? This was around that time. They said, right, we're just going to smash them into submission now. They behave, we give them a bit. They don't, they go down, we give them nothing. So there was four units on there. Now, in the middle unit, you had a pl- concrete plinth on the floor, Sean, which was about a foot off the floor on a fucking slant, man. So you'd go... All the, all the corners of the room were... Smooth, grounded. What kind of a place is this, right? But anyway, you know, you try and sleep with a little thin, thin mattress. So you try and sleep. It's not even a mattress, it's a sponge, isn't it? It's a sponge. Well, it's a thin like thing. Right? I won't even call it a mattress, it's a sponge, yeah. But you try, you try and sleep on one, you know, on one side, Sean. Yeah. You'd get a dead arm and have to switch around to the other side. You know, so this was it. So they had these different units, there was four of them. And if you behaved after three months, full of psychologists they give you a bit more and you got a bit more if you didn't you went down at the bottom it was like the cages you was fed like a dog you didn't come out the cell so the lads who went there who got selected there end up going up down down up up down 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 up up down down it's a crazy place so when it come to when it come to Lenny Lenny Tierney I like Lenny he was a really good lad Lenny right he was a scarce lad he was well liked he had good values. He was a stand-up guy. You know, and he was... I like Matthew as well, Matthew Wainwright, you know, you know, from Manchester. He was a good guy as well. But they had a falling out. Remember that we talked... And they was friends. They was friends, right? But you see how this can turn and magnified in them places. People think, is he setting me up? Is he mugging me off? What's he going to do? I'm going to strike before maybe he's going <coughs> to yes, strike me. Who's going to strike first? Yeah. That's the one, isn't it? You have to strike yeah. first, don't you, really? Because you know his strike is going to be dangerous. Well, this is the thing, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. This is the thing that yeah. goes on yeah. right there, right? And what happened was, on that unit, there was, you know, there was about seven people. But Matty, you know, you know, he was arrested for this as well. He was arrested for this because his camera's all over the gaff. This ain't somewhere there. Everywhere's cameras, so everything. But, you know, he had a PP9 in a shock and uh, there was some kind of fight. You know, I, I have no doubt he... Didn't want to kill Lenny. He wanted to stop him or protect him himself or hit him. You know, he hit him with a battery, but Lenny's skull was one of them that was so thin mm. and it killed him. Mm. And it Stereo killed taker? him. Stereo taker? Stereo taker? ไรวะนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่นนั่
Do you know thing? Because they wanted to keep pushing you, to keep seeing where you was at. The worst thing was you wouldn't talk to them because they didn't know what was going on in your head. It's a fucking crazy place, man. This was a this was a crazy place. So they do stuff like that, you know, and then you hear people, they close the door, they go, you fucking... So they, yeah. <laughs> you know, be smashing yeah. the cell up and all. But they set it all up, right? Yeah. yeah. And all that. It was a crazy... Mm. Two years I was there. I was happy to get out of there. It was another strange place. Yeah. Was that the worst place? It wasn't. There was many... It wasn't the best. It was fucked up for sure. But there was worse times. There was bad times there. Yeah, 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 get it, yeah. But it wasn't the worst. Wakefield, yeah. places like that yes, were, no. you know, I mean, I would have rather went there any day than what makes go to Wakefield. What I would say, yeah, is the people fucking around you. It's always the people. It's, 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 a, it's not it's always the, the people. where you are, it's what's around you. What? Oh, God, fucking hell. Uh, you could be in a bad jail, but around decent lads, and it's okay, yeah? But you could be in a good jail around yeah. fucking horrible cunts. So true. Yeah. We used to say yeah. that. We used to say that. Look, it's not the play. We could be in a five star, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But if you've got people around you, are not good. Like and you're that, not. No, it's horrible. Then it's bad. It? But it's you could be in the worst shithole. Yeah. If you've got your and pals yeah, around you, you're all right. You're cool. So, as a sovereigner, would you rather be in the South? Absolutely. This was another trip they pulled on me, Sean, because I was a bad nuisance. I was on the Northern Circuit for five years because they wanted to just break you. You know, I mean, Durham, you know, all of the Cardiff, Walton, you know, all them places. Yeah. Franklin. Franklin as well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, round and round and round. Lord's my mates from Franklin, isn't it? Yeah, Franklin. <laughs> I was in Franklin twice. Yeah. Twice in Franklin. Franklin was okay. I yes, didn't mind. Yeah, yeah, Franklin was a good Because people jail, said really, to me, to there's like heavy kids there, mm. but the schools are okay. They're okay. It's yeah. dispersal shit. They don't like really... Uh, Rock the boat, yeah, yeah. They leave you alone in there because yeah, yeah. you know you got. Yeah. Did you get along? Did you get along with the scousers in Walton? Generally, I did. Yeah, you know. I mean, look, you know, I had friends from all over. I really did. Yeah. People would fall out, but they would fall out anywhere. It wasn't because of where they come from. I meet wonderful lads from all over the, yeah. all over the country, really. So you got a story about a Liberian murderer, and the prison officer. Melted with hot cooking oil. This is one of the most notorious prisoners in the dispersal system, Ferdinand. Threw oil over a guard. But there's much more to it. You, you saw him nearly killed and attacked by a hit squad of Scousers. And he died three times on the way to the hospital. Fucking hell. This is quite a character. Ferdinand, Ferdinand Lavelle, his name is, right? Lavelle. And he's a big, he's like, you know, big, dark, Liberia, he comes from in the Civil War, yeah, yeah. found his way over here, he was a bouncer, he ended up, he stabbed someone here and ripped them right, this is what he got his life for. Yeah, yeah. Gutted somebody. Literally. But that's probably what he used to do in Libya, you know? So he's probably used well, this to is the history, yeah. this yeah. is where he come yeah. from, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah brutal yeah, over yeah, here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he comes here, you know, anyway, he gets a life sentence, but he stabbed a friend of mine in the back, Charlie, in in. In, in Brixton. A different Charlie. Yeah, this is a different Charlie. But he was well-liked Charlie. You know, he was an armed robber from London and he was well-connected and he was well-liked. So why, did, why Why did he stab him? There was some kind of big fight in there and 
he picked on the wrong guy. He really did. Because this followed him all the way through a sentence. He had hit squads coming for him for what he'd done for Charlie 10 years right. later. Right, OK. Because Charlie was well-liked. Yes. He really was. He was and right. he's just a fucking Libyan nobody. <laughs> did he kill Charlie? Yeah. No, he didn't. But he stabbed him in the back and that didn't go down no. too well. Oh, was it in the back? In the back. He stabbed him in the back. Yeah. So there no we go. Good. You, know, you ain't going to get no respect just, that uh, shit. You know... But look, he was a dangerous guy, this guy, right? He used to walk around with a, a tissue box. He'd always have this tissue box. But he had a knife in there under the tissues. That's why he had it. You know, I swear to God, you know. Then he had, a, then he had, you know, he'd have the batteries in a sock that was plotted up. Right. He'd have knives everywhere. Fully tooled. Fully regular. But you see this guy shit. Yeah. There's one thing I'd say about this guy. He would still come back on the fucking wing. He had some bollocks. Mm. I mean, people wanted this guy dead. But he, do you know one of them? He'd still come back in the wing. But he'd be walking around with all this weaponry. So, this is the craziest guy, man. This is one of those craziest stories. But it's weaponry you can get in jail. You can get loads of weapons, really, yeah? Yeah. Batteries in a sock, this in a sock, tiles broken off a fucking thing. Smash them up, put them in a socket. The Lord, the tools. If you if you want to make a tool and you want to walk around with them daily, which is what you do. Fuck, there's a man walk around daily with them. Easiest way to get the metal for a knife. I see mad tools in there. I, yeah. I, uh, uh, spikes used to be the most, like a stiletto spike, a lump of metal, like a spike. Yeah. Or do you know the other ones I used to get? Do you know the old boxes, Sean, the travel boxes? Round the top of them, there's like a really thin bit of metal, and they would break that and sharpen it. It was deadly. I guess you got killed with that one. Yeah. Day. Okay. Absolutely deadly. Yeah. It's like a long stiletto spike, yeah. right? Sharpened. But in Spain, the tool there, yeah? What they used to do, yeah? Toothbrushes, yeah? The lighters were there. We could all smoke them. There were loads of lighters. And we used to get the blades, you know, the one razor, the bick. Toothbrush, bam, with the heat, 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 heat. Melt it, you get the blade, and then you stick the blade in the plastic, and it's set, and you've got a fucking lovely little tool, you know? Mm. Lovely little tool. Uh, because they, because you've got a shaving gel, and you've got to brush your fucking teeth. And yeah. they, you are allowed to smoke as well, so you have all three, all three components to make this fucking weapon. Mm. So the librarian yeah. murderers... Got multiple weapons str strutting around. <laughs> I don't know how he's walking about all this shit. We're just hanging out with points on that. <laughs> but I see him one day, listen to yeah. this. So anyway, he, um, <laughs> Long Larton, this was, Long Larton, yes. right? In the TV room. He was a bully. But he was a type of bully, <coughs> you know, he wouldn't pick anyone of any strength. He'd pick his target. I hate them. So he was bullying this kid. You know, he was bullying this kid who could be bullied and he kept needling him. But this kid was on a food boat with a couple of tasty guys. Who, you know, they weren't having no bullshit from no one like that that weren't right. So he was with them and this was the thing. So anyway, you know, I'm in the TV room, you know, I'm watching the telly and the door goes wallop and they're there, right? Hit squad. When they come, they come. One of them's got a pot of hot oil. That's just for starters. They've all got knives. There's four of them, all balaclava up and all that. You know, in the door, crash. Through the, he's up because he gets it. He knows it's him, right? By the silhouette of the people, and he knows what he's been doing, right? So he jumps up with a tissue box and all that. 
you know, they give him the hot oil, you know, and I remember all his arm was, you know, they got him here, it was melting. But he was fighting for his life. There was like a pack of hyenas around him. Now there's four of them. What chance have you got? So he's got a knife, but they get him in the end and they're stabbing him, stabbing him, and he goes down on one knee. Of course, he's trouble now because now they're on him like a pack of dogs and they just obliterated him, left the thing, left the TV room. But he died uh, three times on the way to the hospital there and lived. Again, again. This guy has been stabbed a few times like that and lived again, Sean. Where did he Crazy. go after that? Huh? Where did he go after that? Hospital, obviously, you stayed, yeah? They come, you know, he's out to the hospital. He died three times. And then he went And then else. they put him in. He was in the... Bl- he keep go going back. Answer, yeah. No, yeah. no, take, it's too dangerous, right? Yeah, they can't. Yeah. But they take him. So I don't know where he went after that. But with characters like him, if he yeah, would yeah, want yeah, to go yeah. back in the wing, they'd give him a chance under his own. He must have got. And a then right the screw thing happened, you know. Right. And had he thrown oil over an officer? Yeah. So this is afterwards, right? This is in Whitemore. There was a screw there. It was a job's worth. He wasn't too bad. I mean, it depends how you are. If you're a sensible guy. You know, one of the chaps there, and you, there's things you do and things you don't do. You just want to do your bird and be left alone yes, when you're yes, rap rap yes, good people yes. on that wing. You don't want no bullshit. No, you know what no. the rules are. Yeah. Everything's cool and sweet. Yeah. But, you know, this screw was a little bit, you know, and he'd come on the wing and he'd take people's lines and he'd take stuff out of cells. Anyway, Ferdinand was there on the wing. So he kept needling Ferdinand for obvious reasons. But Ferdinand, one day, what they would do, I mean, the worst violence I've ever seen in prison was in the morning on them wings, people would be having a row for whatever reason. They'd get up in the morning, they'd put a pot on the pot on the pot on the stove, hot oil, pour it in there, and just leave it on all day, like burning plastic. And everyone would start getting a bit like, because they know what that means, right? They're not just cooking that because they're having chips. Well, where did you get the oil? You know, from? it's a warning, like look. Yeah. No one don't know who's getting it or what, but there's something going on, right? So this part was on was on the thing, you know, and the screw was on and off the wing. But Ferdinand, he got him. He come up, you know, he said something to Ferdinand. We was watching from the other landing. The screw fucked off. He didn't think anything of it. But when the screw come back, Ferdinand was waiting for him and he went wallop over the screw. Now, let me tell you something about hot oil. It's the most violent, and I've seen people killed in front of me, right? Really, a few times. But this is the most violent thing I've ever seen. It's terrible. Do you know what happens is, you would think they scream, but they don't. The shock of it, they don't. So there's silence as it melts, and then you hear the most horrendous fucking scream, man. So this screw, he bolted down the landing, right, Shandu? Ripping off his shirt and his disc, but he's melting, isn't he? And, um, yeah. He went down to the block, didn't he, Ferdinand, for that? I think he had three, three, three trials on that. On that one? And got not guilty. Not guilty? How did you get Honest. On that? They just kept him in the block. So he wasn't a uh, flavour of the month, right? How did you get not guilty? Maybe no evidence or what? No other Three trials witness? he had. Three Witnesses? Trials. Three did trials. the school have a witness? The not quite sure exactly what was, yeah, maybe what was not. the thing. If the screw know, doesn't have a witness, mm. no, really. But they can't yeah. come any more than three times, yeah. apparently. That's it. Yeah, yeah, triple yeah. jeopardy. The triple jeopardy. Case done. Yeah, yeah, so many witnesses he has or whatever, yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. You know. And where did they get Horrendous. the oil from? You could buy it then, Sean, because you could cook your own food. 
Oh, I mean, God, the, yeah, you could go back in the day, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they've kind of stopped this now because yeah. of this horrendous uh, boiling water, sugar. That, that was the old one. Sim- yeah, that's where you kind of get if you can't get oil. <laughs> that's how you do it. You said you've seen a few people die in front of you. Was that in prison or out of prison? In prison, in prison, yeah, you know, there was a few, you know, a few things in there and, um, you know, you know, I see a few people stabbed in there and they ended up dead. It was through other things. You would see that in them places. They was very, very dangerous places. What was it stabbed over? There was one guy who was downstairs on the ones and he was playing his music loud. You know, it was like reggae, oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So they sent him upstairs... Yeah. Listen, mate, do us a favour. Yeah, do you yeah. mind keeping your music down? This argument, I've no... What a blood clot, yeah. this and that. Yeah, so yeah. I said, all right, <laughs> mate, no problem. So left it, went down again, said, look, mate, really, you just yeah. keep it down yeah. a little bit for us. You know I what I mean? Your fucking dog, what you pulled out a knife, didn't you? You're fucking dead. I said, sweet, mate, all right, cool. So then, you know, they went down there. You know, he got set up and he was set up. You know, when he come out with a knife, someone grabbed his... While the other person went in, they knew what he was doing. His insides was hanging out. He went and laid on the bed, and he, you know, he ended up dying. That was one, but there was a few. You know, you'd see stuff like. He didn't like open this. his mouth, no. Huh? He didn't open his mouth. He didn't grasp. He just took it. He's dead. <laughs> oh, he's dead. He died. He died. This is over the fucking music being loud and the landing, man. But it was more than was that. Was there murder charge? Because he pulled on this? a. Was huh? there murder charge happening on this? Yeah, there was there was a lot of stuff over this. Yeah, people. Yeah, somebody get nicked on that. Yeah. Yeah. Convicted? Yes. Chat, right, okay, yes. Fucking right, fucking oh, there's a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few, really. There, I know, but that there's happens a few all of these. Yeah. What used to annoy me was that fucking techno <laughs> in Durham. You know Durham, yeah. You know that techno in there, please play it. I went, close your fucking door. <laughs> I don't need to hear your shit, yeah? That techno, you know when it's like... MCing over it, you know, when they go, nom, 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 you know, that horrible music, yeah, what's a million my, miles an hour, you know, it's that not my uh, cup of tea, it must be, yeah, honest. and then the MCing it over heavy. it, you know, that charva yeah. music, yeah. In America, it's all headphones, is it? You can't hear any of those TVs or no, stereos, yeah, you're allowed a little fucking speaker system, aren't you? It's all and clear it plastic, in the walls, it echoes in the walls and leave the door open, it goes all on the wing, everything's clear <laughs> plastic, so you can't stash anything in it. Is it clear plastic in the UK? No, that's it. Tr- no, no. No, the UK, Not if you such. order something, it's got to come off them. Yeah, the and they go through you all that. You can't the... get it sent in. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, the you commissary. Order, the commissary. You order yeah, off yeah. them, the and then it's a jail Yeah, what gives you it. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next one then. Paul Brown and three fights over 10 years in the system. You had a feud with armed robber Paul Brown and your gang ward and they accused you also of stabbing him in the end. What what happened there? Paul Brown, he was big massive guy, right? He reminded me of Evander Holyfield. Right. Was he he was that way. Him? Yeah. Right. He was that way, right? You know, he come from the Midlands. And Bill Marsh at the start I don't know what it was with me and him, but he just had it in for me a little bit or we didn't get on. So he started to fight at the start. We was in it, we was in a cell, right? Just sitting down talking. There was three of us. I'm sitting down in the bed talking to him. There's a there's a guy who's you know, who's kind of by the door and he starts to fight, Sean. He hits me. So we're up and we're fighting. Now this guy is a massive lump, right? 
Yeah, yeah. He don't smoke. He don't do none of that stuff. You know, he's the kind of guy, even though he was shot before, and he just growled at them. Yeah. This is yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a very strong man yeah, physically. Yeah, 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 I know what you're saying. I'm in a cell. Now, you know, I mean, I'll give as good as the best of them. I was smaller than him, so I'm using speed. I'm going, bam, bam, bam. But he's just, I couldn't move in there, right? So he just, in the end, he claimed me, Sean, ran the neck, picked me up, right, Shando, off the fucking floor, threw me on the bed. I could feel this guy's hands around my neck for a week after. Honest to God. How so we're fighting. He's taller than me, but I couldn't move to get around right. to wear him out or do anything. I was fucked. Mm. So in the end, he claimed me. And of course, I haven't got the strength for that because he's not going to let me go. So he gets me on the bed. So anyway, something happened. The guy at the door, he said, screws. I must admit, it was one of the <laughs> one of the times that I was okay to hear. <laughs> fucking hell. It's on top. <laughs> right? I never thought I would hear this. I never thought I'd be thankful. <laughs> so we broke. Right? We broke in the cell. I stand up, he's there like that, and I'm looking at the veins in this guy's neck. I think this is a strong fucker, man. <sighs> I'm thinking, this is not good. I'm going to need a tool for this guy, man. Yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't beat him. He's going to kill me. That's like the geezer. Don't want to yeah. tell me to go deal with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, listen to this. Now. Listen to this. So he says, stop it. So I looked at him and a fucking anger come over to me. So I ran over and I chinned him again. I thought, I'm a fucking lunatic. So I chinned him again. Anyway, that really upset him. So now he's like a lunatic and we're fighting again, right? But he says, on top, on top, right? So we broke again, right? So I went, you know, washed my thing in the sink really quickly and just and just shot out. I went to and just shot out, right? I thought, fuck this guy, man, right? So he started it, right? That was the first time. So there was this uneasy thing about it and it was very serious, kind of a standoffy kind of a thing. I got moved, right? So anyway, you know, I hear about this guy and all that. You know, he gets 18 years for armed robbery. He's from the Midlands, right? He's from the Midlands, right? You know, so we end up in Full Sutton, right? I go down and I hear he's, he's on another wing. So, you know, I'm with people there. So I think, okay, ask him to come down to the wing down. You know, so he wouldn't come down there at the first because he knew I was a bit mobbed up down there. He didn't know what to expect. In the end, he comes down there, right? I felt a bit better about it because I got a couple of my friends there just to make sure that, you know, I'll fucking fight him, but to make sure no one don't get killed down there. Yes, fucking, like, yes, do you understand? Yes, yes. So anyway, we're fighting in there, but I put him down. Oh, shit. I put him fucking down in there, which was not, but he got back up, right, of course. And now, so we're fighting again, right? It's broke up. That's the second time. The next time is, was it was in Whitemore, right on the wing, and... um. This this was a lot more serious because uh, I didn't want the ag with him on this wing at the time because there were certain faces on there who was friends of mine. And I didn't want to upset all the apple cart and I wanted to stay there. I didn't want to be moved again and have to have a big ag with this fucking guy, right? But he, um, you know, we kind of had a bit of a set to and then what happened was we was out in the yard on the field you know, and I was walking around with a couple of people. I won't say the name, but very, very serious, serious friends of mine, serious feelings. You know, and I put my hand out to him, you know, because he was known as well. And I said, look, Paul, you know, he went to me. I don't want 
fucking shake your fucking head. Do you know one of them? I thought, you wanker, right? So I thought, okay, you know, he kind of embarrassed me there and all that. I thought, you know what, see you. Well, I took it badly. That's the truth. I took it badly because I didn't have to do that and he was giving it again, right? I thought we could have just left it as it was, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, yeah. I was well, brooding yeah. about that, you know, yeah. I was brooding yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. But look, you know, apparently what they said about him was, you know, he was sitting in a, a you know, a TV room, you know, and someone come in there and said to him, uh, hi, Paul, party time, party time, and, you know, he got stabbed in there or whatever. He lived, he didn't lie, you know, found it wasn't anything bad. But he got shipped off to wing and a few people got shipped and that was that was the end of it. You know she what I mean? left it initially after it was done, but the cunt carried it on. But you gotta it's like fucking hell. Jail, you 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 just can't leave it, can you? You have to finish your job off. It was a man's you gotta thing. Finish your job right? off. You know, you he took a liberty with yeah. me at the yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, but I still fought him. Whether I've fucking yeah, lost, yeah. I wanna give a shit. It's important for me, I'll start and I'll fight. Win, lose the fucking draw. I've done it the right way, but he wants to keep going, right? So that was bad, you know, and then the dynamic that it was. And But you know what? These things are done now. You know, it's a long time in the past life for me. But when you go back, you know, for the for the viewers, this is this is the kind of stuff, right? This is what this, this is what's gonna scare them from doing any crime, I think. I hope so. <laughs> not a this good is life. What we're all about. Not to be. Yeah, yeah. Not to hear our stories. Are you ready for advised. this shit? Are you ready for any of this shit? Uh, so think about before you do anything. <laughs> we always have morals and life lessons for young people. Well, yes. <laughs> That's the whole point of this. <laughs> All right, so <coughs> firearms and escape. Oh shit! It gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we we're gonna just, we're just I thought we're gonna up. go something nice now. Where you go eh? <laughs> firearms just, and escape? Just warming up for the <laughs> for the heavy stuff, people. <laughs> firearms and escape from Brixton Special Secure oh, Unit. Brixton, that was in Brixton. Where you and others were accused of trying to get in a twenty-two firearm to escape from the unit before the trial. A year or so after, two RA guys shot their way out and escaped into Brixton Hill. Whoa. What year was this? 92. Okay, early 92. now. 92. On, yeah. Early 90s. Yeah. We was... Uh, that was, that was uh, Ness and Quinn living and Pierce McCauley. You know, you know, they went to the church and they got a gun. They went through 12 gates. 12 gates with a gun. With all the screws behind them, you know, they let two shots go in the tunnel there by the unit, went over to where the dog handlers was, got on top of the dog's things, uh, escaped into Brixton Hill. There was such a stink over there, um, Sean. They were saying MI5 helped them to try and get them out because they wanted them to lead them to more people and and there was a big palaver with this, very deep shit. So this was the, this was the, this was the time, you know, just after that. And... Um, we was there. Brixton was termed then as the most secure unit in the country. Belmarsh hadn't been built then. They was just building Belmarsh after yeah. then, right? 1991 yeah. I went there. 1991 so I was almost there. just missed each other. Yeah. Was you there, Chet? The sliding doors, the sterile area, up in the freeze, yeah? No, no, no. I was on, I got bail. I got bail. Uh, I was only there for a week. Yeah, I was only there for a week. But it was a terrible experience, mind. Finish your... <laughs> mine was just nothing. I was only 21 years old. I was just a fucking kid. I had no fucking clue what I was doing. And uh, 
<laughs> Go on, you finish your story. <laughs> but listen, but we just missed each other. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's funny that. Yeah, it's not a nice place, Brixton. <laughs> How old not... were you then? 20, 24, 25. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just miss each other. Go on. So how did the accusations come about? You ain't, on the bottom there, you ain't, you ain't, you'd go in through the sterile area. Anything that comes in and out of that unit is all searched, sterile, clothing. You know, you've got the kind of stuff you've got in the States where they lock the doors for the central locking as well, all around the thing. Mm-hmm. So they'd lock. And then they lock and it all clicks and it locks the gate. I hadn't seen that anywhere else ever yeah. in any prison there, right? It's like a prison in a prison. But, you know, I was in my cell one day and all of a sudden they started, I knew there was something up. You know when there's something up on the landing because it goes all quiet, the whole regime stops. There's no noise, no movement. You think, what the fuck, man? What? You know, when's breakfast? When's nothing, right? All of a sudden... Looked out and I see I see a helicopter <laughs> flying over the unit. Oh, that's fucking strange, man. I thought there's no way they have helicopters over this airspace. What's going on with this? And then the unit. So then they come right now. They had come for people and took a lot of people, shipped them out to loads of different places. I didn't know that. I knew there was movement, but I didn't know what it was up to. And then they come for me, right? You know, so they come with me like I heard of elephants, all the boots you hear them. You know, I come down. On that day, I had a legal visit. I had a legal visit, right? My trial was coming up. I had defence uh, depths like this. They open the door and there's loads of them. Straight away, I noticed something up. There's about 10 of them there. POs there and everything, Sean. SOs. I think, what are you coming to POs for, right? You're up to something. So I go down the stairs at the bottom. I say, right, killer. We want to search your depths, blah, blah, raw, blah, blah, blah. I said, look, mate, you know, you're not searching my depths. This is my. Anyway, they wrapped me up. Depths all over the place. There's a big fight down there. This is what they wanted, right? So they've wrapped me up, put me in the strip cell down there, all the rest of it. And um, so I'm thinking, how about my brief? Because he's here, right? I'm meant to be going to, going to see him about, the, you know, about, about my trial. I'm in the strip cell anyway, and they leave me there. And I'm thinking, what's happening there? But then they come back, loads of them. Take me down to this room, you know, in the unit. It's a big, long table. You've got the governor at the end of it. And I can remember his hand was shaking. I thought, what's up with these people? Right. So I come in, you're like, you know, you're sitting there. There's a screw there, screw there, so they're ready to pounce with you if you move too quick. And there's loads of them. Yeah. He says, Gillen, we asked to search your depths under all blah, blah, blah. You refused. You were CNR'd. You were uh, controlling restraint. You was put in a cell. We have um, intelligence, internal intelligence, that you're trying to procure a firearm into this prison to aid in an escape. So I just looked at him. Of course, you know, I've said nothing, Sean. But his hand was heavy, shaking. This is the heaviest offence in the world, mind. <laughs> but his hand was there's shaking, There's nothing heavier Sean. than this, is there? I don't think there's anything heavier to trying to get a gun into jail. I don't think there's any heavier, is there? Taking a guard hostage with a gun. With a, <laughs> you got to shoot the cunt as well, yeah? <laughs> if you're going to take it in, you got to fucking do it as well. I mean. Disclaimer, the viewpoints <laughs> of my guests do not reflect the viewpoints of myself. You don't want to shoot the schools, yeah? Okay, cool, go on, go on. <laughs> No, look, 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 you know, I, de- I, de- I didn't know. I didn't know what they was on about, uh, Sean, right? You know, I didn't know what they was on about. Yeah. What transpired is, you know, they put me in the cell. So I said to him, look, you know, I want to see me brief. You know, my brief's out there. You know, I've got a legal visit. So, Gillen, you will not be seeing that brief. 
or any brief as far as we're concerned while you're here. So they was trying to say, I don't know what they was fucking trying to say. They was trying to say the brief was bringing it in, then someone else was bringing it in, then someone else, you know, one of them. So anyway, they say to my brief, look, there's a big legal war now. They're saying, look, we have to uh, strip search you when you come in. He said, you're not strip searching me. But you can search me as long as you search everyone else. I said, well, we can't do that. So there's all this legal shit going. In the end, they let him through because he's, you know, he's legal, right? He knows what he's doing. But they ended up keeping me in the block there, right? This is the thing about the strike. They were so paranoid. I can remember one day I'm there, I'm in the cell, and this screw comes to the door. I hear him talking through the crack in the door, and he says, look, he says, I've got a family. He says, look, I didn't do nothing to you. You know, he says, I know you're going to get one in. He said, but look, I'm just a family man. I'm thinking, what? These people, and then he was gone again, right? I know, but you know, thing was well, I knew bro, who it was, Sean. The thing, right? bro, yeah, every screw can be found as well, you know. Every screw but, that gives you a hard time can be found. Not that we're going to do anything about any of it, yeah, but you can disclaimer. all be found, yeah? Disclaimer, whatever, what you want to do. <laughs> Let me tear that on my toes, bro. <laughs> I'm just absolutely. I'm just. I'm right just. I hate screws in the police anyway. So Disclaimer: It's good and bad in every profession. <laughs> views of guests do not reflect views of interviewer. Well, okay, I'm only making a joke. Right, right, go, Steve. Go, go, bro. I'm just saying the story, right? Yeah. Do you know? So that was that was the thing about it. But they moved me to Park. The funny thing about that was they moved me to Parkhurst, right? In the Isle of Wight. And there Fuck was it, all this. Really, but, wrong. Yeah. Fuck it, but there was all this. There was all this cloak and dagger stuff to get me out of, the, out of prison. And when they got down to the ferry terminal, the starter motor went on the van. Honest to God. So they surrounded the van. It's fucking chaos, man. The phones ringing. The screws are. It's crazy. How was your reception at Parkhurst? Good. Good. Parkhurst in the old days. In them days, I was on a proper wing with all the proper people. I was very young so compared he, to them, but they was proper people, proper, proper people. So they kind of, you know, they look after you and they know who you are. And, you know, I was younger than them, but yeah, cool. It was a good prison then. What was, was your, what was your Brixton story? That we My Brixton story? I think I told you before, I've not told you this one Go yet. For it. This is pathetic, yeah? It's a funny shit story actually, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Credit card fraud I got Nick for, yeah? 21 years old, right? Okay. Uh, credit card fraud I was doing, I was buying, going uh, Dolce Gabbana, Gucci. I was doing all checkbooks back then, yeah? Checkbooks, I was getting checkbooks with a, a well-known firm from Newcastle. I was working with them. I was getting the books. We were just doing check, check, checks, 100 pound, 100 pound. Back in the 90s, it's okay. You know, you can work about two grand a day, right? So that's what I was doing. So I was in uh anyway, I got nicked to Marks and fucking Spencer's, right? And all the security fucking come, the feds got me, they nicked me. And they nicked me in Kensington. Kensington. They took me to Brixton. Uh oh wow, this it's the first time really I've been like nicked. And it was all a bit of a shot of the system, right? And they put me in the fucking thingy first in this fucking room and those they're all black, all these kids are black. And um, I'm from Newcastle, just used to white lads, yeah? <laughs> so I'm thinking, what the fuck am I here? <laughs> Why the fuck am I, right? I'm not used to these people, right? Anyway, 
interviewed me. They said, uh, do you have any this, that, racial tension, blah, blah, blah. There was this other lad, Asian kid, yeah, he said, it's me. To say that you don't let black people, right? And then they will put you in my cell. So you and me will go together. I'm like, really? I went, right, okay. Because all the rest were black, me and him were Asian, yeah? We got to share a cell. So I went, right, okay. I don't let black people. So me and him went to the same cell, right? Went to the fucking same cell. <laughs> Slop out there, yeah? Bricks and styles, innit? There's no toilet. What there's a no, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're what a, what a desolate. You, you say that's, that's disgusting, Lies. mind. A dog, if you kept a dog like that, it's illegal now, you know? Absolutely. It's illegal. They will come and arrest you if you keep a dog like how they how kept they those. they used to keep, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They would arrest you, arrest you now. But anyway, <laughs> we're shitting this fucking bucket. We are two. There's one for my water and one for my shit and piss. One's white, one's red. Don't know about you, yeah? Is that what you got? One white, one red? That's what it used red? to be. Uh, I think so, yeah. In the old but days. I got, got, I got a bit confused with it, right? You slop out in one place in a queue in the morning. You queue your fucking shit and you're smelling every next man's fucking shit in this fucking queue. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what it is, yeah? If you look back at the yeah, late 80s, the late 80s, the late 80s, the early 90s, they were terrible in jail, mind. Yeah. And then the Grim. fucking, we all stood there, one for the water, because we can fill our, because there's no taps in the cell. So you take your water for the day and you slop out, yeah? But I fucked it all up, yeah? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I was a 20-year-old kid. I was only little, yeah? Skinny-ish, fit-ish, yeah, but... There's all these big black geese around me. I go, what the fuck, right? So I panicked a little bit, yeah? I slopped out, yeah? And my, <laughs> the thingy for my water, I dropped that in it as well. In the slop-out bucket, I dropped it in. Oh. And then all the kids started laughing at me. And they went, amateur, bro, look, like, motherfucker, you know what to do, yeah? <laughs> and I was going, oh, God, I hope I don't get raped here now, yeah? <laughs> right? So I just got it, and I just washed it. Oh. But this is where every people puts a shit, and I drop my drinking cup in it. How embarrassing is that? Did they leave you alone? Yeah, because I got, because I made bail. Four days after that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God to my dad who paid my fucking bill, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. That would have been a nightmare, mate, because I didn't have a clue at the time, you know? I'll be totally honest. Credit card fraud, yeah? Back then, I wasn't like a fighter, this, that. I was just doing a bit of fraud. Just a young kid. Oh, from what I did. And all these black geese were just looming over me. I going, oh, 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 oh. And I was going, oh, God, what's going to happen to me now? <laughs> Brixton, what a place, God. What a place. Brixton, but I think of that in the old not days. Even oh, tap, not even a tap or a toilet in this. Yeah, it was it's grim. Like, how can you keep somebody Worse than a with dog. no water and no toilet? Listen to me, if you keep a dog, that's illegal, you know? People are wondering, Stephen, yeah. how the hell <laughs> did all this happen? You come on here, well-spoken, nice guy. You're in double A cat, which is, for the Americans watching is like double supermax. Yep. How did it happen? What, 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 what in your life took you on this journey? How did it begin? It's got to be dollar in it. It's got to be money in it. 
You know, it's funny, but I uh, I was born here, but I was taken over to Belfast as a baby. So you were born, born here? Baby. Where were I you born? I was born here. Where? I was, I was born in near Watford, Harrow, Harrow Way. Yeah, right. That's where I was born. But I was taken as a six-month-year-old baby over to Belfast in the middle of the war zone over there in the early 70s. And I stayed there till I was nine. So, you know, I had all that upbringing there. But, you know, I had a good upbringing there. But there was a civil war going on. Tanks and bombs and riots and all that. So this was my first introduction to the world. You know, and then I come over here. You know, I was in East London. You know, I lived in London. I got, I progressed to serious crime very, very, very early. But mm. I was yeah, cast no. adrift in a very way. Very early. Yeah, you know, I had mm. to fend for myself. And, you know, I had a lot of kind of issues where I... I went through the care system. I went through horrendous stuff in there, you know, so, with the local okay, authority. So why were you in the care system? Well, I would, because I was, I was kind of feral, Sean, in them days. I had to fend for myself. So, of course, we go round the people who's kind of like us, you know, because we're looking to be long as a family. And, of course, we would do stupid things, get into trouble. We was only kids. Before you knew it, they took us. I was in a care order. You know, I was in, you know, it was like a prison then. But there was a lot of, you know, I was never sexually abused or anything like that. Although that went on in there, I'm sure. But it was physical abuse, you know, because I'd stick up for a lot of the younger kids in there. They was fucking horrible fuckers in there. Because I ain't bullies. And then, of course, we would run away. We'd get in trouble. We'd run and we'd come back. We'd run away. We'd go to London. And, you know, I went to uh, prison when I was 14. Uh, Detention centre was my first time. 14. They put it off because I was so bad I needed to go away. 14. And then I progressed to Borstal and, you know, I was very fit. I used to box. I used to do stuff. I used to keep myself in in check. And, you know, I started to get in a lot of trouble and started to get moved and kicked out of places and then progressed into serious crime very, 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 very early. You started early, though. It's me, 14. Yeah. I didn't start till 21, really. Mm. So I worked that out as well. You started. What was the offence at fourteen? What was your offence at fourteen? I can't really remember, but it was stupid things like nicking cars and getting chases, stupid stuff, stupid nonsense stuff. I was just a kid; I didn't know, you know. Which was, but people ask me a lot of this, Sean. You know, because you know I've gone on now. I, you know, I'm a businessman. I'm a peace ambassador. I do a lot of stuff. You know, won a lot of awards. You know, I've got a book coming out, as you know, and a film and different stuff. But people always say this: When was the epiphany? When was the eureka moment? But I've learned on my journey, Shandrew, that I always had the goodness in me. It's just I was cast to fucking drift, but then I had the courage, the circumstance and the opportunity to find my way back to myself. So I found my way back to myself. Because we are all got greatness in us, Shandu. We're all, it's just when we go through so much shit, we can all get lost sometimes, mm. right? You all get but lost. The, yeah, we're just human beings do. I don't lost. care who you are and where you we come from or what you got. Lost a few this times. is the experience. Yeah. But the thing is, for me, yeah. you know, and it's big for me, mm. is I found my way back to myself. You know, I'm a very humble, very courageous person. I've got very clear ideas because I've been to the darkest places. Yes. But I had to get through that sure. 
to go to the lightest places. Sure, you have to. If man. you don't know the darkest places, how can you how can you know what the lightest places are like? If you don't do that, you can't do that. What was your relationship yeah. like with your parents and your siblings growing up? Um, and what were your parents' backgrounds? You know, they was Irish. You know, they was Irish. Um, it was very hard back then, you know, in them days. There was a lot of stuff going on. Different era, old school. They brought ideas from the old country. They were very set in their ways. There was good people, honest people. You know, they trying to make their way in the world. Times was very hard. I was cast adrift, and of course, I had my own, my own choices. Where I lived in Ireland, I was disjointed anyway. So when I come to this country, it was all alien to me, Sean. Don't forget, you know, I'm coming from a war zone, you know, to East London. Yeah, East London's a very fast place, but it's not like guns and bombs and shoulders, soldiers running up and down the street, is it, every day? Like Libya. <laughs> no, but this is this know, is the thing, this is the right? Mentality, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the mentality that gets yeah. inset. Yeah. In set, so when you get set to a different city, you're still thinking that that mentality really, and that's how you handle fucking shit. Well, but you have. You're at, I know, but you're these experiences, time, this programming. You're young at a time, and that's why their mistakes got made, aren't they? Mm. Why were your Irish parents in Watford? Was it Harrow? Mm. Why did they go, end up there? They just because of the trouble in Ireland at that time. You know, there was a lot of trouble in Ireland at that time. And a lot of the Irish kind of moved, you know. They moved. And they wanted work, you know, stuff like that. So they, uh, you know, they went to try and make a life for themselves against uh, uh, rather than have nothing because yes. there was nothing there. Yeah. So, you know, we're people and we yeah, make the fucking best of it, Sean. Especially when we're not silver fucking spooned or born with some big... You're gonna have to. We say have to make right, the best I'm going of it. To fucking London, oh, is that going to fucking London? So it didn't work out. That's why they went back. Um, no, no. You know they're still here now. They're in. You know they're in England now. You know, and they're. Uh, well, they took. They had you and took you back. Yeah, yeah. They took me back, but I was actually there. I was actually there. I grew up with aunts and uncles, while my mother came here to try you know, to try and build a life, at that time. So. I didn't know my mother until later on. Until oh, later I on. See. see? You moved. So I was a very unsettled child for obvious reasons. You know, it is what it is, right? And um, that, you know, that contributes to how we make choices going forward, especially when we, you know, we're young and stupid, easily led. There's no thinking about And all then. of this kind you of stuff. You don't really think about then, do you? Thinking don't really come into You don't it. have any knowledge. You don't know how the <laughs> world works or nothing. It, no. You haven't got a clue. You, you just, think you do. You just make your but moves. But you haven't yeah. got a clue. You just make about your nothing. Moves. And what year did you come back from the war zone? When I was nine, you know, so I was born. I was born in 1971. So nine years on that, you know, nine years on that. And that's when I come back. And how did you integrate then in this new community? <sighs> I was different because I spoke different. And stuff like that, and on a different way, you know. But what I, my answer to that, because we all want to belong, especially children, we don't want to be an outcast. But I always knew I was different, so was I would do more and be more. So you know, you know, you might get the kid in school who's the class clown. That's his way of coping, mm. of saying I'm here, and you know, and this is what I do. Yeah. My way was to, from where I come from 
was to do more, be more. So I would set myself up for more trouble. I was a lot gamer or had to be gamer than everyone else. So this kind of continued, Sean. That was my answer. I was a very angry child as well. Not that I was, because I was confused. I was confused and I had, you know, you know, I had some issues. But they would come out in anger when I was, because I didn't have the knowledge or the understanding. It's all about knowledge at the end of the day, isn't it? You know what yeah. it is? But you can't get knowledge at them years, can you neither? So you, just, you can't uh, put an old so head really, on young shoulders. So really you, can't, saying, you can't do it. It's like people say, okay, we can teach our children this. Not really, because knowledge comes with experience, you know? Yeah, it takes time. If you haven't experienced it, you cannot, you cannot even speak about it. Absolutely. This is what I so, say. Experience is the best teacher. Till you've done something, you don't put yourself up that you know about it. go through it, man. Just that is not... When did the thing. boxing begin? Well, just, you know, I was never no big, mad boxer. But, you know, I used to do a bit because friends of mine used to box and they was quite good at it. So we'd train. And at what age? About 12, I started 13. And I was in and out of it, you know, in and out of it. And then I come away from it. And then I was kind of, you know, I was in the homes. And then I'd done a bit more after, you know, because I started going to prison. So I kind of done more after, but I'd started it earlier. And then, I, you know. Was it therapeutic? I was as fit as a butcher's dog. Do you know the one thing we used to, you know, because I was in places like Portland, Portland Bill Ballston when I was young. You know, an old uh, Napoleonic uh, place up in the hill that has one way in and one way. It's like Dracula's Castle. I remember when they took me there because they'd kicked me out of Dover, kicked me out of Huntingcombe. They'd kicked me out of everywhere. They couldn't handle me, but they sent me there. You know, and as I went up that hill... I would imagine thunder and lightning. It was not honest to God. It was fucking surreal. It was like kind of Dracula's castle. And you go in there and they're all sailors. Being, you know, and they're all pals and you don't leave there. This has got a wall around it like, like you know, I've never seen a wall around a, around, a, around a kid's place. But, you know, you go there. I went into the, I went into, I remember I went into Slopat in there. First time, right? And I go in there and I looked out the window and there's a sheer cliff. It's like the Count of Monte Cristo. Honest, God, this was the kind of place, right? But I used to train like a like a demon, just in the cell, even with with the chair. You know, I'd do a thousand, twelve hundred uh, press ups a day, every day. I'd do sixty, 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 eighty, eighty, eighty. I'd jot them all down. You know, that'd just be press ups. That kept me going, you know. So I was very lithe. And fit like yeah. that. Wasn't a massive man. Sean, you said, yeah? But yeah. Therapeutic, listen to me, yeah? That's interesting, yeah? It's not really therapeutic, yeah? It's like I want to know I'm capable of the job. Do you know? That's why I'm training. That's why I'm doing this. You need to feel it's, healthy. Um, and It's not yeah. about the mind. Okay, it might be about the mind. Self-medication is about the like, drugs it releases. But it's not meditation. I just want to know. I want to knock this next cunt out. Yeah, because that's why I'm doing this. Yeah, it's not for like yoga shit and that. Yeah, <laughs> right. I just I am doing really. this. Yeah. So if anybody comes near me, I can defend myself boom, and I'm ready. And, I can, and yeah. I'll mangle yeah. you and I'll fucking turn you upside down. I slam dunk you. I choke you. Boom. Anything. Therapeutic in jail. Training. I think it passes time, doesn't it? If, you, if you're it angry, if you're I angry. I think it just passes time, doesn't it, yeah? You need them hours to pass your time. Hmm. 
It's healthy. It, you know, yeah, let's face yeah, it. Yeah. It's all them things that you're saying. Yeah. Fucking course it is. Yeah. But it helps as well. Channel your anger. It, it helps you to calm down because you're fucking hurting so much as well. It calms you down sometimes. I mean, you know, we train ourselves to, to, till we couldn't because yeah, yeah. there'd be some peace in that at least. Yeah. You know, if even just for a little bit. Do you know what I mean? But the idea of it is that you need to be very strong in there and you want to know capable. that you're capable to look after yourself. Yeah. So you've described how you had status later on. What was your status in Boston? I was just, I was a very lively, very game kid. Like I said, <laughs> they kicked me out of everywhere. Boston's a hard work, aren't they? Gladiators they're on game on the fuck, aren't they? They're, they're worse. Oh, they can worse. be worse. Because men, at least men, have got the sentence. Have some reason. Three, four, five, yeah. six, sevens, eights, or whatever. I'm just going to keep my head down. I want to get out because I've got a missus. I've got my kids out there. Mm. So they shut the fuck up, try to. But these young boys, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Boston yet, but I've heard loads of stories. Yeah, Crazy. Lad, yeah? Crazy. I would have I hated that mind. Oh, I was always fighting Boston. Yes. All the time. All the time. That's the worst thing. Crazy. What's your, cra what's your craziest Boston stories? Oh, God. They're all game on, man. You're fighting every day, aren't you, probably? There was one guy. Oh, I'll tell you this one. <laughs> I was in a place. True story, right? I was in a place in the mount. And that was a very violent gaff dead in them days. Really, I'm telling you what, I see terrible things there. There was a square there. And you'd get certain kids that would come on. If they was unlucky enough to be in the square, everyone would be out the window. Where you come from? What do you mean? This and that. Honest to God, kill yourself. Nasty, man. If you was unlucky enough, the lights should go out. You'd see <laughs> people's jaws getting broke. The lights should come back on. It's too serious. So anyway, these cutler got they was big black guys, right? And they was robbing everyone. Like they was robbing everyone, right? And they was, they was intimidating guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they come as fucking two of them. That was the thing. So you was up against it, right? And they was very physical, very big, right, and all that. You know, I, I, was, I was about 19, 20. But I had a watch and they come, you know, and we had, we had a kind of scuffle in the, in the, in, in the toilet because they tried to take me watch off me. In the, in the melee, it fell off. Right. So they swiped it and fucked off. I was fucking fuming. Yes. I thought, well, they come in and there's two fucking This is fucking major so I went to bang up that night, right? And I banged up. In the morning, I was up. I was up early, early. PP9 in the sock. You know, the big heavy yes. one. I had to. There's no way you're getting away with that. PP9, baby. PP9. <coughs> Remember that? This is a fun... <laughs> <laughs> if you hadn't have done that though, these people, I'll tell you, you would have yes, been. They yes. would. Have, your I life know. wouldn't have been there's worth fucking living for a there's minute. Two of them anyway. There's even more of them. They're the two main ones. But there's a gang of them oh, there. There's more of them. Who's there. strong? Yeah. And there's a couple mm -hmm. of my lot, Cockney and that, are all yeah. right, and they're heavy. But they're outnumbered, so they just yeah, want to play yeah, the game. Yeah, 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 they're yeah, not. Yeah, so really, yeah, you're yeah. fucked in there, right? Lot of numbers. So I thought, okay, 
no worries. I've got the thing for this. Beep, up in the morning. The honest to God. Up in the morning uh, early. Beep, the best line of the night. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. Go on. I'm sorry. I'm but, but this is a great story. Because <laughs> I'm up early doors. And of course I am, right? I'm thinking, yeah, 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 over yeah. So I'm up early. As soon as the door's open, I've got it. You know the big fat square lot? And I go right round the thing. <laughs> I bowl right round there. I go to his cell, down this, and this is where they all was on this straight, this little leg. They was all on there, so I had to be there early, right? So I go to his door, and he's kind of in there. He's in the shorts, right? The uh, light's dim, and he's just woke up, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. I pushed the door. That's the best time to hit somebody. Yeah, I went straight in there and just started smashing Boom, around the head with it. Excellent. So anyway, I had to catch him, Cole, and he's yeah, a massive yeah, yeah. lump. So anyway, yeah, yeah, what he yeah. does is he claims my shoulders but I'm still hitting him all the way up the landing. And he pushes me out of the d door, across it to someone else's cell. I'm still it hitting him. a tough cut. Right, so we fall, <laughs> Listen, we fall down in the other cell. There's some <laughs> geezer in there who's terrified. He's like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we come straight in and we're fighting. And I'm still hitting this guy. Because I have to fucking... Yeah. He's massive, right? Yeah, I think yeah, I need yeah, to do yeah, the yeah. damage, yeah? yeah? Anyway, the bell goes. The bell's always going there, so they're waiting for it. The screws come in. I'm still hitting him. All right, I must have hit this fifteen times, Fuck and he's yeah, still man. he's still holding on. Fuck's it! But I've had to stop doing. Anyway, on. they pull me off, but I am <laughs> I am my little come up because I know you know on the way out I said Johnny a fucking point to me you, and I love saying that because mm. they was bullying the whole place, and they thought they'd come. I thought yeah, you know, yeah, have yeah, a yeah. bit of your excellent, own medicine. How does that feel? Excellent, 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 excellent. So then it was a bit excellent. funny in that, no, but they left me alone. Long. They left you alone. Because they thought he's a lunatic. You want At the end of the day. You fucking name, motherfucker. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> but you know what they thought? Do you know what they thought? They could have done me easily. Because they was very yeah, physical, yeah, but yeah, I know it was a gang yeah, of them. Yeah. But they must have thought, you know what? We'd do you really when easy, but you pants. know what? Fair play to you. Listen You're fucking crazy. We'll leave you alone. To fuck you walk in the main geezer with a tool. So the rest of the thing... Yeah, because the rest of them wouldn't do it. You know what the it is, yeah? The rest of them wouldn't do it. He was the main you know one, is, yeah? Sean. If you get a firm of five, yeah? They thought, fucking, yeah, I've been doing that for years. Yeah. If you get a firm of five, yeah, there's only probably one strong one, yeah? The other four pussies, yeah? Once you do the strong one, I go, okay, he's done the strong one. So what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck are we? So then, they just all fucking fall down. Yeah, it was a... Uh... Good move, that. It was something I really had Good to do. Move. It's not something I enjoyed. It's not yeah. something, no, but, no, no, you but I was that way. I wasn't, there was many of you. If you don't do it, they're going to do you. If you don't do it, they're going to do you. I would, you know, I would say no, you yeah. know, I'm not having that. But they're going to do you, you otherwise. If you say you're going to treat people, yeah. I can, I can, I can, I can defend myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've got no problem defending myself. Did you so, see anyone get really brutalised in there? Oh, yeah, I see fucking terrible stuff, man. Because what they would do, you know, when you would come into that, if you was unlucky enough to get in the square, right, everyone would be on them. You know, set your cell on fire. I mean, I've even seen kids in there. You've got to think kids who have never been to prison, Shandu, are going there... They're subjected to that, yeah. and they're so frightened. Oh God, yes! That they would set their cell on fire and do all sorts of so frightened in there. Yeah, they are, to they, are, they are. They are. Not it's good. a wrong environment. Yeah, it depends on the sentence what these young kids get sent for. 
There's a lot of young, violent kids, yeah? Yeah. Who just want to no fuck out, game on, motherfucker. And there's another boy who's done something small, and he gets fucking put into that fucking circle. So they're setting themselves on fire. They will hang themselves. They will take drugs. It's not how to deal with these kids. Yeah. It's me, kids. Kids, yeah? you got to notice who's violent and who is not violent, yeah? Separate jails, I would say. One for the violent kids and one for the non-violent boys. Drinking offences, uh, this, that, underage drinking, just do something shitty. Um, but if you're violent, then you go this one. If you're not... Because, this was a very violent Because place. these boys who get sent to that environment, wow, they'll wreck them, that. Shandu, they would have never have said something like that. You know yourself what that would have not been like. It'll wreck them, man. It does. It's just no, it no, it's, uh, horrendous. It wrecks them. It's horrendous. So once you made that example, did everyone in that population then not try you? There was one... There was one little kind of comeback. Obviously, they're like, fucking hell, did you hear so-and-so got done? Good. We deserve to get done. But then, you know, the screws was very tight in there because there was so much violence. But the next kind of comeback I had was we was meant to go into the showers and one of his, it wasn't even one in the main group, but he was kind of wanted to get in with him or something. He said, are oh, you, you know, I'll fight her. Mm. So, all right, no problem. Straight away, I had to face it again, yeah. into the showers. And that went very well. I mean, I'd done him in there. Yeah. It was a fair enough fight. He didn't have the best of me. I'd done him in there. You know, it was okay. It was cool. No big shakes. Yeah. But that was but that was fine. Because that showed them again that look, you know, it doesn't just, just use that's the tool a good example kid. of this. You know, we'll go in the showers and have a square of... go as well and cool. You have to respect that, right? What happened there so was like probably Yeah. You fucked the main kid, right? Yeah. There might be another fucking four or five. So they were all a little fucking meeting, yeah, go right. Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. gonna fucking go? Yeah, Who's gonna go yeah, do him? Yeah. Uh one stepped up, that one. Yeah. But you fucked him as well. Yeah. So that's well, I that. didn't lose Shanto. It was a fair, fair enough fight. No yeah, tools. Yeah, I know, but they said... I had the better of him. Who's going to go for him now? Yeah. So yeah. one probably stepped up. Or forced to step up. Forced, probably. What was, the, what was the worst things you saw the guards do to the kids in Boston? Um, I, think, I think the worst things I've... <clears throat> I've seen the guards do, as Sandu said before, they'd actually set you up. You know, I mean, I can remember I was in, I think it was full Sutton, and we was down the block, and there was, it wasn't really my enemy, but he'd had a lot of problems with my friends, you know, and they'd been stabbing each other, and there'd been this war. So they was very much that lot. So you'd go to some prisons, and you'd be okay because you'd have your friends, but you'd go to others, and they'd do it on purpose, and there'd be loads of them. So it wouldn't be a good place to be, right? You'd have to watch your back. So, you know, it was just like that. But we were staying the block, and this guy, he was one of them ones who, if we see each other on site, we knew what it was. It was something was going to happen, right? You know, usually they would put us in the yard separately. This day, I go out there. He's out there in the fucking yard, and this half-cast guy. So straight away, I see him. I knew it was a setup, so I go out there. Doors closed. Thought I'll wait for the door. So I'm walking round. We walk round once, you know, and then I went up to him. I said, "Look, I said, look, I don't give a fuck. I said, I don't give a fuck. I said, but you know they've set this up, right?" And he went, "Yeah." He said, "You know what?" He said, "We'll fucking leave it for now, right? I'm leaving for now, right?" I said, "Yeah," because he was a tasty guy. At least he had enough fucking sense to see they was making an idiot out of us. They put us out there because they wanted us to arm each other. So we ended up walking round. 
But that could have been very different, Sean, you know, and it does be very different, and this is what they do, these people. I think that's about the worst they can do because they, they have a responsibility in there, but they can really set people up. Oh, to, they do. They, they and they can. do. They like to set people up because yeah. to them it's a bit of a joke, isn't it? Yeah. You know, a bit of a laugh, isn't it? Let's yeah. uh, just stand up with this fucking big Yeah, let's play so-and-so against play so-and-so, you know uh, what I mean? Let's set him up with that. That's the next. Well, that's the latest one. tip. Use the us versus them mentality to make a peaceful settlement. It does work sometimes. It's not all violence. Who are the craziest people you came across? This is a great question. But you know what I learned about them places is you can be the skinniest, strangest little 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 one who no one sees in the corner, and they'd be the one because he stab you in the back and fucking run. It's like it's full of dangerous He was seven, seven and a half stone, Carlo. I'm telling you, a killer me, seven and a half Clem. I would just get him, whoosh him, throw him over the fucking wall, but I don't want to fuck with that cunt. Yeah, there's many like that don't in this Don't want to fuck with him. Don't want to fuck with him. skinny kid It's out. not the big kids, mate. The big kids are the big kids, aren't they? You know, okay, he's just going to have a fight with me. Yeah, yeah, you know? It's going to be fucking that. It's not really going to hurt much, yeah? yeah? That's fine, but this other skinny kid... He would just do me. I like, can remember a story. I've got I've got a story about that. He would me eleven fucking times. I've got a story about yeah. that, Shanty. It's just come to me, and I remember, yeah. right? There was this kid, and he was a little skinny kid, like we're talking about. Come from Manchester, somewhere around that way. His name was Unwin, right? Normally, he was kind of all right, but he was on these treatments and his schizo treatments, and you could see it in his eyes when he wasn't well. You know, you'd see it in his eyes, right? Anyway, you know, we was on the landing and there was two screws at the end of the landing. And he was cut, he was having a bad time. It was obvious he hadn't took his treatment. It was building up and he was a very unwell person, right? So he was coming out to the screw and he was going, Governor, it's my visit here yet. And the screw was saying, no, 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 I mean, your visitor's not here. He'd go back into his cell, right? Five minutes later, he was coming back out. He says, Governor, it's my visit here yet. So this went on about four times. So the screw got the ump, didn't he? So in the end, when he comes out about four times, he says, no, he says, your fucking visit's not here. If they're going to get here, they'll call you down the end. Now go back to your cell. So I watched him, he went, you know when you see them moves, so them lunatics, I see him change, right, and shift, and he like shifted off like a ghost. Anyway, he goes in there, because, you know, he goes into the cell, but he come out with two knives. Started stabbing the screws, man. These screws need to know who the fuck you are dealing with. When I with. see that, I say, wow. But what I see that coming with it, because you know? I knew he hadn't been taking his treatment and this is not a guy. God, you need to look after him and put him somewhere. This where is he what needs we're saying to, about the he's bosses, not yeah? Loco. The violent criminals, the cuckoos. Yeah. You can't stick him in with a normal All fucking... Together. Because there's some there, kids, yeah, yeah that go to jail for... Drink driving, you know, twice over the limit, blah, blah, blah. And they get thrown in with people like us, you know. And this is a shock to their system, mind. It's a shock to their system. We're used to it, yeah? Because that's our life. No, but we have chosen our lifestyle, yeah? But these are accidents or crimes of passion even. Where there's a boyfriend, a girlfriend shags somebody else. And he's gone, oh, oh. And then he makes a move. He's not a criminal. 
It's a crime of passion. I've seen that. He's lived his whole life normal. Comes on. But then you get thrown in. I'm not saying that we're bad, yeah? Because we're the good guys at the end of the day. But there's a lot of fucking shit. A lot of shit you have to deal with. And they were, and they know you're vulnerable. They know you're vulnerable. They know, all right, we've got a target here. You might have a little bit of money. Let's put a bit of pressure on him. Tell his parents to send his money in. But this, you know, it's fucking, is it? It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, very much. Unless so. you pick, unless you pick this life. But we have picked this life, you and me. Yes, we have picked this life. Yeah. We have picked this life. We did. We, yeah, we picked did. something else we, after. Yeah, did. We yeah, picked did. something else after, did, but then we, we yeah. was all in. When we was all in, we was all in. You, Sean. You're the fucking, exactly the fucking same. <laughs> yeah. You're exactly the fucking same, yeah? The three of us did pick this fucking stupid life for a period, but we've wised up, and now let's wise a rest up, innit? As wise a rest up. I do try. We do try, Sandy, don't we? We do try. Absolutely. We are That's what it's all about. We Try are rehabilitated. All right, just a few thoughts. <laughs> yeah. A few thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> all three of us are rehabilitated. <laughs> a few thoughts on what you just said then. So I saw a skinny kid, big guys pick on him, and they had no idea who, you know, about his fighting skills. He knocked out big guy after big guy after big guy. And his, his trademark was he would always make them shit the pants. He'd always leave him, and then he'd tell him the, the head of the gang would come out and say, look, you got to clean up your own shit now or else you roll out of this fucking pod. My question for you is, is it better to be a big, tough guy? Do they have higher mortality rates or to be more low-key and to be, be a, a skinny, uh, nondescript? Well, I think it's about attitudes. It doesn't matter how big, look. Forget big and physical. We're not metal. Yes. We all bleed. Yes. It's about attitudes. We're if you're a respectful person who sticks by the rules, who has a, a good good values in there, mm. even though you may be in that circumstance, I've seen many talented people in there who could have been anything. They just happened to be there. We was there, right? Yeah, so yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter how big or strong you are, like I said. So it's more about the attitude and the person, and how you carry yourself. Yes, yes. It's your personal, like, thoughts here. Uh, if you go inside, yeah, I'm thinking, right, okay, I'm not going to pick on a weak guy, okay? Because that ain't my style, right, okay? But it's other people's style, isn't it? It's other people's style. But for not for people like us, yeah? Mm -hmm. So we will just do our thing, yeah? We will take care of the weak. If we see it, if it's in our we face, yeah. I will step fucking in straight away. I mean, you're talking to him like that, you cunt. Mm. Some bully picking on some sort of weak kid. No, but you don't go never looking for a fight. You don't go. But we didn't sell drugs inside, yeah? I didn't sell drugs inside. I don't know about you, yeah? But I didn't sell no drugs inside. I lent money inside. I was a money lender. Uh, but don't put yourself in the forefront. And because then you are going to get, boom, another guy who's selling drugs. All right, I want to take this motherfucker out. Uh, you got to, like, just just play cool, play yourself. Have your own morals. If you've seen anybody get bullied, you step in. Of course you do. Yeah? Your own voice. 
yeah. your own voice. Yeah, yeah. Your own way. And that's all you need. You don't need to enforce anything. No, this is We're the wrong thing. We're not enforcing. Yeah. We are not enforcing now. Yeah. We are in jail. Yeah. We're just fucking keep fucking <coughs> that. But f- do not fuck with me, please. Do not come near me if you have an argument for no reason, because I don't want to fucking really speak with you. And if you do that, we've got drama, aren't we? So you mentioned, you mentioned it's psychological then and the way you carry yourself. And people watching this, one of the most common questions they, they send in prison survival advice, how should I carry myself when I, you know, when I walk in, first walking in body language? What do I do? How do I behave? <laughs> how can you explain that one? It's so funny, isn't it? It, is. it depends on the person, isn't it? How I... Do you know when I say, do you know when I say, I mean, it's a stupid question, in a sense, because you, it is and it's not, obviously, but... If you're in a position like that, it depends where you are. Like I'm saying, you can be you can be unlucky enough to end up in a real hell of a place, but it'll be the people, not actually the the place. Will be the danger. <coughs> this is the first thing. But look, <coughs> you be yourself. It's the people around you. Are gonna you know, you don't invite fights or trouble. You don't put definitely don't put them signals don't out. That, that, don't look for it. But you be yourself, and you need to have. Be nice, be yourself, but you need to have an edge about you. Yes. Keep out of people's business yes. and just an edge that look. Even if you, I'm cool, but leave me alone, man, because I'm not going to be fucked about with. I'm not back off. You have to do that in a neutral way. Even if I know I'm going to lose a fight, yeah. even if I know I'm going to lose, I'm still going to fucking roll. Yeah. I'm still going to roll, even though I'm a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I might lose, yeah, yeah. I'll roll. Just to show, because in jail they go, oh, you fucking pussy down. But if you fucking stand up and take a licking, I went, oh, fucking, you did fucking stand up, the cunt. What about body language? Look, be yourself, you know, you know, and it's like, look, you don't want to invite trouble there, you know, and you be yourself and you stay true, you know, you have to, but, you know, it is, you know, if you, you know, go into a situation where, you know, you're going to have a fight even if you lose, People do respect that. But this is to do nothing is not a good idea. Body language, yeah, Sean, yeah? Mm. It's very hard to do if you're not the real thing. That way yeah. inclined. Absolutely. You can't pull that off. Nah. Not in these places with these off. kind of people. Because they have an antenna it. for that. Me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. time. Big time. So, what about, so that's what about... an impossibility. You can't fake it. Yeah, it's impossible to fake it. No, I agree with you. I think it, I think it'd be stupid to try and do that because that'll send out the that wrong signal. So I'm just saying, be yourself. Don't invite trouble. In the queue for the food, someone's gonna. Anyway, now what? Let's test it. Yeah, yeah let's test it. So what about the guy who's just been sentenced? Just been sentenced. He's stressed out. Comes in, looking at the floor. Sl- what a sentence up? Slumped over shoulders, a, looking down at the floor. Versus the guy who comes in with a spring in his stride, looking cocky. It depends on your sentence. Bro, it depends on the sentence, doesn't it? It depends yeah, on what you're in for. It depends on the place. It depends, and it depends on are. the person. It depends on where you are, what jail you're in. Yeah. It depends on what you've done. Yeah. What you've done. If you're in for selling drugs, okay, you can... Ha- Hold your head up high, sort of thing. Mm. Violence, that's okay as well. <laughs> I'm not big in violence, up here, but never mind. But there burglary, is a hierarchy of burglary, you know, so. burglary, uh, bashing birds, or fucking house creeping, bag snatching. Going down. Listen to me, listen to me. Yeah, there's a fucking it goes from there, there, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. The armed robbers are at the top, yeah. Okay. The main drug dealers, international smugglers. The ones that just keep 
kick that fucking mouse to shit and just yeah under it yeah it depends what you're in for driving offences if you're not really a criminal a crime a passion you can't explain to somebody like uh, walking to jail like this oh they will spot you straight it's a meeting bro it's a, you, that isn't a possibility isn't it be yourself. It, because these people... Much as like, you can be. These Much people, as you can be. These people are watching yeah. you, watching you. All right, who's he, who's he? Right, you know. Right. I'm on him, I'm on him, I'm on him. Absolutely. You might have some money, yeah, yeah. and then they intimidate you, and yeah. then they tell your family, put money into my bank account here, and then they get fucking all the tablets and shit. It's a horrible fucking place. Other it's a horrible than, place. Other than the stories you've told us then, what's the worst things you've heard happen to sex offenders? Oh God! I'll tell you what. You know, there, there was a, there was a story about this guy. Right, he got killed in there as well. You know, they both got another life for this as well. These people, but he was this. Was it lifed up anyway? They was lifed up anyway. Well, okay. I knew both of them. I knew yeah. both of them. Yeah, right, true yeah, story. Yeah. But this sex offender, he was doing. He was a rapist, right? And he was something else as well. It was bad shit, right? And he was, he was doing a seven or something in Long Larton, but he was actually going home in about. 20 days or something. Right. And these two people I know, you know, they went in there and there were some fracas on the wing and they had them spikes, you know, them spikes, I think, Sean, you know, the spikes from the thing, you know, and they said to him, look, don't worry about your discharge, Grant, you know, and he said, you know, because they knew who he was, he was a nonce, you know, and he tried to say to them, look, I don't know trouble, but they, you know, they stabbed him uh, 11 times away. in there. Yeah. 20 days away. Yeah, they just stabbed him in there and you know what, the blood... You know, left him in there, closed the door, fucked off. But the blood was so much coming out, they were sweeping it up with a dustpan to try and... But, yeah, so that's quite a... a well, it is a, a real story, but that, right? But that's quite and a good, yeah. Because you, no, you saved the full sentence. He thinks he's getting out. And bang. Stop some victims wow, from wow, happening, wow, at least. Listen to me. When you kill somebody, when he starts a sentence, it's pointless. Let them feel the fucking five, seven, eight year first. That's it's like, bro. It's hard work, isn't it? Yeah, fuck story, it. It's hard work. If it's a charm, isn't it? Just let them feel the jail first. Why do you want to kill them instantly as soon as they walk in? <coughs> Pathetic. Did you ever feel that your life was like this? You lose this close from losing your life ever? Oh yeah, a few times. Yeah. Any, any that you haven't told us. Oh, Sean, look, you know, I've had guns uh, put to my head a couple of times, you know, and you react in different ways. You know, once I would say, fuck you then, you know. Why, why would it. It, what was the situation? It's crazy, yeah, but they didn't do it. And the second yeah. time, I was not feeling that. I thought, this gun's going to kill me in a cafe in Acne, right? Different experience, right? But there you go. What was the situation? Why did they do that to you? Well, it was one of them mad gaffes, and it was a drug place. And we'd gone in there, and it was someone who was... Away with the fairies and crack cocaine, really, this dread. He was fucking, he was a serious fucker. He was, you know, yeah. the right cat. Yes. And we'd, you know, we'd gone through it. We'd gone there for a meet and we was meeting someone. It was something, this is in the old days, you know, around Mare Street, Hackney and all that stuff. You know, we'd ended up in this place and it was a very bad place to be and, you know, guns was pulled and stuff like that. And uh, that was a close one. I was very happy to get out of that because when you're dealing with a, mm. someone like that, it only takes a moment. Unhinged people, you really <clears> have <throat> to kill them because they want to kill you, really. Mm. So it's like, who's going to make the first move, yeah? yeah? The first strike. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's best to stay away from these fucking cunts. Exactly, I saw. <laughs> it's best to stay away from these cunts, yeah, because they're unhinged. In Arizona, they call Rule 22 or something. No, or Rule 11, is it? And um, there was a Golden Gloves boxer was the head of the white gang, and he, he was knocking everybody out left and right, and then he, he fought a Rule 11, and this guy, the fight just went on for 30 minutes, and he quit, like, being the head of the Can't gang after 30 that. 30 minutes, the fight got over 30 minutes. This was, like, he would, he would, Continuous. He would, yeah, Continuous. Yeah, he, would, he would fight this guy, put him down, no bricks. walk out, walk out, it was over, and then this guy would, like, run out and jump on his back and go back in. It went, oh, 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 red oh, 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 Same fight's going on there. Red gun, red gun, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, if they took bricks yeah. in between the Everybody was watching, everybody's watching, and at the end of it, he just was like, right, that's it. I can't. He quit being the head of the gang. So, would you avoid fighting crazy people? I would say I would definitely avoid uh, fighting full stop. It's yeah. not yes. about yes, yes, fighting. Yes, yes, yes. It's about that's finding right, the skills right, to solve your problems without fighting. Yes. But when you're in a place yes. like that, you're between the devil and the deep blue sea. It really is do and die. Yeah. You're working with a different skill set in there. I mean, this is a very, very serious. How to navigate that? Yeah, is something. But if somebody comes at you like that, yeah, yeah, for thirty fucking minutes, yeah, self defense. I think you can work it, yeah. Yeah, I would just bite the throat. Yeah, I, I would pull it out. I would just pull the throat out personally. No, but listen, he's he's gonna do me in the end, isn't he? Yeah. Isn't he? Isn't he? Well, if he's willing that hard, face, yeah. if he's it not stopping, if if he's business, not stopping yeah. what can I do? It kept stopping either, and then restarting. He'd yeah, like, no, finish so and then he'd go, like he'd go, go back. Throat. Just fucking get him a fucking hold, bite the throat. <laughs> you might get nicked here, but it's self-defense. <laughs> Trial on it. You might get a few of your pals to be witnesses. They might back you up. You might get away with it. <laughs> you might get away with it, all, mate. Yeah. You might get away with that one. You might even walk on that. <laughs> if he's known as a bully, if he's known as a bully, you might walk on that one. What's the worst? <laughs> What's the worst you've seen self harmers do? Self harmers. Yeah, God. yeah. You see, well, I've got to be honest. That John John Steed. Yeah. I mean, he'd done it once and once only. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. But I wouldn't forget it. Mm. Just, mm. it's quite a thing. Mm. All right, so you got out of Boston, then what happened? I um, I went back to London, you know. We was involved in a lot of gang stuff then and different stuff, serious crime, loads of different stuff, anything, you know, loads of different serious crime, yeah? In, you know, of course, you'd fall out with other gangs and stuff like yeah. that. It was the 80s, the times of ease, oh, the times of drugs, young, times of party, argue, the time of all of this stuff. You with the whole world every day, don't you? You have more. You're in your own bubble. You're in your own bubble. Yeah, you, you know? have more ricks on than Saddam Hussein had back in the day. <laughs> That's what I was like. I had more fucking ricks everywhere. Y'all probably the same, yeah. I went, oh fuck it, I'm gonna go fuck. But you don't give a fuck at the time, do you? I'm very young. About all done. the ricks, yeah. I know. We have a lot to learn. Yeah, That's the truth. yeah. You have loads of ricks on, but you don't give a fuck. But you're in that life, and um, you know, I mean, you know, in them days as well with me, I. You know, my family and a lot of the people around me, there's very serious, very serious criminals. So were you taxing drug dealers or armed robberies? We've done all that stuff. I mean, it was armed robberies. It was vans. It was, uh, 
tobacco lorries, lorries, anything that moved. But I was around, you know, a lot of people in my family and different stuff that we was around, that loose association of robbers who'd worked together and all that was very, very serious criminals. It was security vans, hijacking, a lot of stuff like that, you know, a a lot of serious stuff. So you'd kind of be really immersed in that. It gets very serious very quickly. So in the comments on the James English interview, a lot of people were asking, mm. um, you know, wish wish we could have heard more details of what he actually did. Mm. And I've got something written down here. Um, As an armed robber, you arrested in the city of London. First arrested for armed robbery in a car with two others. A gun was found in the street. One grasped you up and you went to the Old Bailey, beat the conspiracy to rob, but got two and a half years for firearms. You want to give us that story? Yeah, I mean, God, you know, there's so many. I mean, with the vans, you know, there'd be t- times we'd be in the car, you know, we'd have the box with all the smoke coming out of it out the window. My life, going down main road. Main really? runways. Oh, yeah. All, all, smoke coming out the window? The box. Out of yeah, the box. with a die, that out die shit. The, the die. Out of the... <laughs> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but the you know... Can I ask you a question? How did you get rid of them notes if we're all fucked the top? How well, this is a trade secret from a the, long, long time ago. Tell me the truth there. But there was, there, there was carpet cleaner. We used to borrow the money. Carpet cleaner. Yeah. Go on. It used to borrow the money and it used to take most of the dye off of it. Ah. Not all of it. I mean, this Brilliant. is in them days. I, I know what you're back. saying. Brilliant. But we'd stew it like a soup. Yes. And cook it. Boil it. And most of yes. it, not all of it. But yeah, you, yeah, yeah, but it's possible. But then we'd use it in it's all possible, different things. We'd use it in machines and that. You didn't I know have it's to, possible, it's possible. It's possible. You yeah, didn't have possible. to go and use it over the counter. We'd, we'd find other ways of using it, right? <laughs> but look, you know, <laughs> anything so that moved in them days, Sean, off, really. Yeah, all you people with security vans, there is a process of washing this money up again twice over. <laughs> you just told it now. <laughs> These are the old days in this day. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know what? I definitely dies. wouldn't. They have top notch things to get dies out now. <laughs> I wouldn't advise it's all it. Durable. It's different now, okay. Santo. Now yeah. they're in a. Then they was in a world of <clears throat> schematics and all that and advanced. Yeah. Now I wouldn't even know. I've been out of that life for so long. I wouldn't know what they do. But they are up here with tech and all the rest of it. You know, you know the thing is, you can't, can't have a proper life. I know you can't pull the moves off now, yeah. Nah, do, you know, do proper stuff, but... You can't pull that off now. Yeah. What do you want to know it, about? You know what now that, it's a possibility. Yeah. The arrest? The arrest? They don't do that now, I don't think. No, do they? It's, a yeah. it's a possibility. How did the arrest go down then? Well, we was, we was in a car and it was a Q-plate. Remember a Q-plate? The Q-plate was a car. Irish. No, a Q plate was a was a car that had been rebuilt. But oh. It was a new car, but but they put another plate and it was you know and it was a Q plate. Yes. Now I was with these two guys, you know, and we'd you know we'd picked up a gun, you know, in East London in in in, in Valence Road, and you know we'd got it and the ammunition and all this stuff, and we was going somewhere into the city. But the guy who was driving the car, you know. Went the wrong way, you know, and he went right the fucking way into Liverpool Street. Now, this was the days where the city was a ring of steel because of the IRA. So, anyone going in or anyone going out, so of course they flopped on us, didn't they? The old bill. And there was a chase, you know, the car got crashed and all this stuff. All the old bill come. This is right up by Liverpool Street, Sean. You know what that's like. You ain't going anywhere there. This is right in the heart of the city. And we were swamped on all that. But 
you know, I can remember when they got us, you know, and they got me in the car, behind the car. Our car was in front. And the old Bill went into our car and drove it away. I see the gun in the middle of the street. And they nearly missed it, Shandu, because they reversed. <laughs> missed it. They nearly, <laughs> nearly missed it. It's lying in the middle of the road. I mean, right. I can see it for, right? 12 board shotgun, side-by-side -side shotgun. Right? It's right there in the middle of the floor. But they drove the car off, and then he didn't see it. So he's reversed, and he's just about to turn away, and someone runs over this guy from a... He says, knocks on the window, he says, excuse me, excuse me. He says, there's a gun in the middle of the road. So we kicked off, didn't we? So we had a big ram in the car trying to get out of the car. <laughs> More old Bill gum, chained us all up still. You know, he tried to get out of it, right? You know, got the gun and all that. But we was taken back to uh, Snow Hill, you know, and they were talking about banks and all this stuff. But, you know, the long and short of it was, you know, there was three of us nicked. So they found some other weapons in the car, so they searched it, some other stuff in there. This was the first time I was on Cat A. But I was pot cat A, which means potential cat A. This was one of the first times. I had three old ba uh, old Bailey trials. So I beat one of them. I got I beat the second one, conspiracy to rob. Persons unknown. All right, persons unknown it was so this. Persons unknown was that's what I got fucked with. Conspiracy with persons What is that about? <laughs> I don't understand that one, mind. It's a catch-all, isn't it? It's a catch-all, yeah. <laughs> we make it up. It's a conspiracy unknown. is what they Persons want. Persons unknown. Yeah. What the fuck? I got done with that. Yeah. Go no, but, Fuck's you know, it. so we... They um, do what they want, the cunts. Old Bailey and all this stuff. <laughs> but the guy, but the guy who was driving the car, he grasped us up. We didn't know this. And I thought there was something up with him because he's banged up with us, right? I think, what's up with this guy? It just doesn't seem normal. He's stressed. He grasped it right he's away. Saying, yeah. And he's housed with you. Tried to get out. So he's made a statement saying, I went and picked up the gun in East London and I've done this and we've done that and all that. Made a statement. Yeah, you know, they probably said to him, look, tell us what happened, we know, and then we'll let you out. So he said, no, yeah, we're not yeah, letting yeah. you out. You're going into the other gaff with Eb, right? So us two, the other two, but we didn't find out until we've got, no, uh, no uh, until the statements come through that time. I remember, and the statements come through and we've seen it. And, um, you know, and it was, you know, I mean, he was meant to be a friend of ours, right, obviously. You know, and then it's all come out, right? But we tried to, look, you know, we said to him, look, me and the other guy, we said to him, look, we had our defence. We was going not guilty. You know, we were going not guilty. So we said to him, look, you need to go up there, go guilty for the conspiracy to rob, right, and, and the thingy, and that's you out of the trial. They don't see your thing and that's it. But, of course, we go to the old Bailey. He sees his brief and his brief says, his barrister says, I'm not fucking having that. You're not going up there to stick your hands up to conspiracy and rob. They ain't even got any evidence. So there was fucking murders over this. But anyway, you know, we went in there and we fought it. And, you know, you know, we'd done our stuff. But we got not guilty on that. And uh, I got two and a half years for the possession possession of a firearm. That's okay. So that was the... That's well done, oh, I think. I'll and that, deal that, one. that two and a half years, <laughs> anything crazy happened? Not as... Such really, I mean, I done that, and um, what happened was I did, I did get home leave on that sentence. But when I come out on the home leave, you know, because my first son had just been born, I come out to the East End, and there was big observation from Flying Squad, big all my friends, family, people around me. There was big, big stuff happening, and I didn't end up going back, Sean. 
so I was unlawfully at large. And this is where it happened. You know, the flying squad, they cleaned up so many people. It's in the book and different stuff. There's a lot of stuff in there that goes through all this stuff. And um, I ended up getting the big sentence where the shots was fired at the police and all that stuff. And Why were shots fired at the police? Well, <clears throat> you know, what they say... Like a minute. Public doesn't like a minute. I've answered that question right before. Move on, next one. <laughs> if you were, you were convicted of this, so you can speak about it. I was convicted of it, right? I was convicted yeah. of it. <clears throat> but, um... <laughs> It was a ready eye, right? Now, what a ready eye is saying to is where they're all waiting for you. Yeah. So yeah, they're all yeah, waiting yeah, for you. Yeah, there's an operation. Yeah, there's photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, you know, there's all of this stuff. You know, I was I was arrested with a guy um, from over Bermondsey, um, in South London, right? You know, so us two, we got arrested, um, and you know, they said I was, you know, they shouted arm police. You know, we went to the gaff. You know, they shouted arm police. I was wrestling with a with a police officer. Mm. Two shots was fired. Mm. But I ran on that corner on that day. Now, this was a, an early evening on Christmas, on the 20th of December. There was people screaming on the road. It was Christmas. It got dark. It was about 5 o'clock. And I can remember, this was on Bethlehem Green, this was. And I remember because all hell broke loose, right, with the old bill everywhere, you know, and it was armed police. And I ran and I zigzagged down that, down that road. You know, when you asked me, did I ever think I was going to die? I really thought at that point I was going to die. Mm. You know, everything you was in slow motion. Yeah, 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 sure. Because I zigzagged. Yeah. I knew shots would be fired. Yeah. I knew it was already, you know, I knew yeah. it went in fucking slow motion. You have a point, yeah. I was trying to save yeah. myself, but I was waiting for the shot to come come in the back. from Yeah, the back. And yeah. it didn't come, Sean. But yeah. it didn't come. Then they got us all in That's the flats. It. There was helicopters. It didn't come. It didn't come, did it? Didn't come, no. It's the same because it's not meant to come. Yeah, that was quite yeah. a... Because you're meant to do more shit as me. Yeah. So spiritual as me. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about here, yeah? I've been... In... Somebody think, all right, it's coming, it's coming, but fucking it hasn't, has it? Yeah. It hasn't, has it? Absolutely, Shanto. So it was... How many, how many co-defendants did they round up? Well, they... Uh, this... In them days, the flying squad had four different areas. So they'd have north, south, east, and west. You had Tower Bridge. You had, you know, uh, rig approach. So they had rounded up a lot of people, a lot of my friends, some of my family and all that, in that period, that year, 18 months going around that period. A lot of people got 14s, a lot big conspiracies. So people was getting nicked all the time. <clears throat> Two of us got nicked on that day, but what is really, this is the truth as well, what is really, really funny about that time, this is in the book as well, that the flying squad who nicked me, which was Albert Patrick, people like that, four years into my sentence, there's books about this and everything, right? The ghost squad went into rig approach, searched all their stuff. They found fit-up kits, guns, masks, Really? They were shooting people, right, and all that, fitting them up. And then, you know, if they didn't have weapons and all that on them, mm-hmm. they was planting stuff. They all, they all got nicked. Shit. They all got nicked. I was in prison. Yeah, it's fucking, it's all there in history, right? They all got nicked. This is in the book as well. About six years into my sentence, I got all, all the depositions because one of the cases who'd screamed fit up was us because they moved stuff around in my trial, yeah, yeah, Sean. Yeah. They put stuff in my pockets and everything. 
So ours was one of the cases that they went over, you know, and what they had in there was they had 25 officers, but they had a nucleus of six who was the main ones yeah. who was doing it all, but the rest was conspicuous, yes. knew it was going on, but they was condoning it, yeah. but they wasn't yeah. involved. Yeah. 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 So this was what was going on in there. But they was planting guns on people. Yeah. They was moving evidence. They was taking money. They was shooting people. Yeah, Rig approach flying squad. They do, they do, they do. The police are the most corrupt, man. Would you say that the police are the biggest mafia then? Yes. The biggest gang? Some would say that. You know, we, we need the police, obviously. Or we need a framework that I would say you know that looks after the keeps. Uh, the police are good. Yeah, the twenty percent, twenty percent is about bad. Absolutely, this is like anything. Yeah. About twenty percent. But bad. when you get a bad one like that, you get a bad one, right? This is the yeah, this is the one. thing. And they will go the full fucking stretch, you know. Yeah, absolutely. They're bad the motherfuckers. And they know they can get away with it, probably. But this yeah. was big news. This you looked that up. This was big news and dumb. But eighty percent of well. coppers are good guys, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's good and, yeah, bad. good and bad in every I profession, so. I believe. Yeah. I would say yeah. so. Yeah. There's about 20% that are fucking cunts. Can do better, let's say. Yes. But 80%, yeah. they're there, they have the right right values, yeah, they're trying to do the, the right ones, stuff. I don't know what they want to preserve for. life. But the other you know 20%, I, mean? I don't know why they're there. Why are you there? Wait, you, wait. You're scared to be a bank robber, you're scared to be a drug dealer, so you want to be a copper and try and fuck us up. That's your story. And put your knee on someone's neck for eight minutes. Well, I don't know what all that's about. <laughs> so, <laughs> did, all, did your co-defendants hold the mud? Huh? Did, did any co-defendants um, snitch or cooperate? Oh, no, 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 no. They was, you know, they took their They're sentence the same way we all did. They yeah. were all solid, yeah. How long were you um, unsentenced for? On that sentence, I'd done 11 years and nine months. Well, how long were you pre-trial? I think it was about 17 months. So during the pre-trial then, because like one that. of the things I found hardest was the uncertainty oh. of what you're going to get sentenced to. Yeah. How did that make you feel? It was, none of it's a good experience. I mean, I knew we was getting double figures. You right know, right away you expected double figures. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, they had gunpowder residues you know up the side of my you know arm. You doing here. You know, they had, they had... It's double figures, isn't it? A lot. You know that for a fact. They had a lot, you know, at the end, so... And did it escalate, then, the sentence range? It kind of, look, you know, it aggravates it when you scream fit up at old Bill. They don't like that. But the truth was they'd done dodgy stuff in that trial. Yes. You know, it wasn't That's a lie. What they do. That's you what make of it do. what you will, but, you know, this is what they, you know, this is what they've done. And, How does um, it feel being in a trial? <sighs> your life on the line. It's um, it's enough to make you real Sean. I've seen enough people lose weight. I mean, you've got to imagine, right? When they was taking me to that trial, I would be on a level two escort from Brixton. This is flashing lights. Don't stop her. Traffic lights, guns, straight to the old bailey. It take you about fifteen minutes to get from South London to the city in the old bailey. And then they do the floating box, so they all come around you. Then you go down into the bailey and you've got that turntable at the bottom. So the van stops and the whole van swings around in this big metal table, right? And I would come off there in the morning. You know, I should try and make a joke of it. I'd come off the van and I'd go, shaken, not stirred. But my head would be fucked, man. You know, I'd try and make a brave face of it because I had to. But, you know, my head... 
you know, I used to bring her, I used to bring her, uh, you know, I should always make sure I'd have paracetamol because the stress of it is lose weight. It's just a horrendous experience. If that helps, this is the kind of stuff. And then you're in there, you know, and when you're in the old Bailey in open court with the best in the world, really, it's like a football match. They score, you score. It goes up, it goes down, it goes down. You've got the judge in the middle intervening on their side, it seems, all the time. Right? All the time. And then yeah. so it's, it really takes it out of you, you know? And you, you can never read it because it's up, then it's down, then it's up, and you can never read it until that last. It's uh, very stressful. Very yeah. unhealthy. I never went to trial, but during the hearings, the prosecutor portrayed me as the Antichrist. My lawyer portrays me as the complete opposite. And you know, it both sides, it's like unreal because you're somewhere in the middle and you're thinking, surreal. what is going on? It's like, it's like pantomime, it's like drama, yeah, drama. theatre. Theater. And the side with the most money puts on the best theatre show and that's always the state, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Were you advised not to speak at your trial? I was because, look, you know, I couldn't go in there because if I was going in there, I'm not only opening myself up, but, you know, uh, you know, I have to, you know, I'd have to start calling them. They fitted me out. And as soon as I'd do that, they would have pulled out, well, you, you know, have um, uh, convictions of firearms, don't you? So I couldn't do that. So my code, he had to get in there because yeah. he did, didn't have, you know, and he had to say that he was liars, right? Sitting there waiting for the sentence, was there a possible range that, you know, that the sentence could have come from or did you did you know what was coming down? Well, you know, these flying squads, you know, they used to come down, they used to say that Albert Patrick, you know, he used to be a wrestler. Back in the old days of Mick McManus, he was a Scottish, oh, I'll fix you and, and all that, very grizzly. Yeah, he was notorious, this guy. Look him up in the thing, right, Albert Patrick. But he, um, you know, he was saying, you're going to get 18. 18. We get you 18 years. And this is all the talk all the way through up to playing with your fucking head, right, and all that. And so, but, you know, I knew it'd be, you know, double figures, but, you know, I ended up with 17, so it wasn't far off. 17. Yeah, so you'd already adjusted to that. Because it was the 14, and then I got the three consec for the other bit on top. Yeah. And I was unlawfully at large, so it was the extra yeah. bit, Sean. It's a consec that fucks you up. But we got, we got on that day, we got about 69 years. Right. You know, and they was coming out with all these numbers, you know, and all I knew was it would be the highest number because it'd make it concurrent. So I heard the highest number was a 14. I think it was firearms with intent to endanger life or firearms, conspiracy to, to rob. And, and that was the, you know, conspiracy attempted and, you know, and that was the big charges. But there was firearms charges, firearms with in, uh, uh, intent to commit indictable offence, yeah. possession of firearms. Yeah. So all these other yeah. charges. So, so all different uh, figures. Concurrent, yeah. Concurrent, uh, yeah. Santo, yeah. They Do you know what happened to me, yeah? Conseki gave me the cunt. Mm. I got four years for con um, conspiracy to supply cocaine, two-year blackmail, and one year for controlling prostitution. So I think, okay, I'm only going to get four here. And he goes, right, Consec. <laughs> he just added them all. He added them all up. Yeah. Stacked. I don't them all up, so I don't mind all up. I thought four, yeah, seven in the end. Oh, you can't. So even though yours was a big number on sentencing day, 
Was there a sense of satisfaction that it was over and you knew what you were going to get? You knew you got it? There is. <laughs> Just a slight bit, right? At least you know that's what that. Doing? What you're doing. But you just think, you know. And now you, you know, can plan your life. Well, not plan your life. But you don't know what's coming. Strategize. You can strategize it, can't you? Well, you know, at least you know that that part of it, it can't do no more for you. Yeah. That is it, apart from yeah. the bill. Yeah. But what people don't understand about getting a double-figure sentence mm. like that is them kind of sentences can take three, four years until they hit you. Mm. Then you're like, fuck. You know, you're in a no man's land of the seven levels of hell. And you could have never have figures is doable. predicted this. Single you figures could, is doable, yeah? Yeah. Double figures is uh, uh, the next step next up. Next level, right? yeah. The next yeah. step up, yeah. When did it hit you, Stephen? Well, a few years in. Because, because I, you know, I mean, it's very desperate. And then you're thrown into that. You're a cat A. So you're under really strict, everything's monitored. So it's 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 about as tough as it can be. Yeah, you have to survive in that, find a way to survive. Of course, I cope. Is trying to get your head around in the first place? How do you do that? I don't know. I don't know how, you know, I mean, you have to do it in the end is the yeah. simple answer because you have no choice. Yeah. But, you know, the truth was for me, I coped very bad because if I had coped well, I, you know, I would have been more, I would have been more levelled. I would have done a nice bit of bird and tried to get out a bit sensible. But I didn't. My answer was different. I'm not saying it was the right way, but it was my way to but do it. But you were angry as fuck, obviously. It was just my way to do it, Shadow, you know? I mean, looking back, of course, you know, yeah, there are better yeah, ways yeah, to do it. I wouldn't yeah, advise yeah. it. Yeah, But it yeah, is what yeah. it is. You wouldn't advise Going it, Going yeah, through yeah, that yeah. is something else. When you yes. have to fucking go through that, then you can speak about it. And my way was... You know, it was a very tough thing. So it took me a few years. It took me three years until it settled in. And then that's a really bad time because, you know, I'm telling you, all the way through that sentence, I I really didn't think I'd get out. I could not see a future. I could not see 10 that. years in front of me. No, no. I could not understand no, what that looked like. Can't. I thought you someone was going to kill me you you, or yeah, I'd yeah, end yeah. up killing someone. Yeah, and yeah, I'd, yeah. you know, you oh, think you're gonna be I would free. never get yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so imagine that. That's what it was in. like. So that's why you're going to roll, isn't it? You're do like that's what it was like. Yeah, yeah. How many years were you channeling that energy into rebelling against the system? Um, The truth is on that sentence, Sean, it went all the way through. Because I way. was released uh, Kate as well, Shandu. I was released Kate, you know. That's very rare. That is rare. So I done all of that sentence and was released to KA. And um, that's rare. That's rare. During that stint, what was your lowest moment? <clears throat> this is in the book as well, right? You know, I, I can remember I was I was in Whitemore, right? And I was in that block, right? And it was about five years in. <clears throat> and I was at my lowest ebb. I mean, I thought I can't do this. Really, I thought I can't do this. Fuck it, can't do it. Why would I want to fucking do it? I was really at that bad place, right? And I was in the block, and I was in the cell, and it was about two o'clock in the morning, and the cell was dark. But in that really desperate, like the lowest I think I've ever been, I got this absolute warmth of love. It was so profound that it can't be right, you know. And I remember it. And it just swept over me. The cell didn't go bright, but it didn't seem dark anymore. 
and it was a real feeling that just was so profound that it stayed with me for about 10, 20 seconds and then lifted away again. Now, that was very profound. And that, it was so profound because it changed that. That, I was in a bad way. So that's something. I read a quote in prison. I think it was Nietzsche. He said, thoughts of suicide got me through many a troubled night. Yeah. Do you relate to that? Did you think about suicide? And did it give you like a sense of, I've got power, I've got an option? Yeah, it's a fact. But then I did. At this point I'm talking about, I was, I, was, I, I was there at the gates of suicide. I was at about the lowest I've ever been. And I thought, I can't do this. Can't see how to do this. Can't see what the point of fucking yeah. doing it is. What is the point? Yeah. Had you chosen a method of suicide? Your head tells you all mad stuff. You think of all mad stuff. But, you know, it's not the way. It's not the way. And we're here because we're here to do much, much bigger things. Yes. This life is to we're learn, to, to teach here. us, we're to pull to and be, stretch us We're like meant this. to fucking go through the bullshit, the fucking shit shit, to do what we're going to do further. We're meant to do this. I agree. Hmm. I agree. So you give us action-packed story after story after story this evening. There's a lot of downtime in prison where nothing happens to boredom. What was just an average day like for you? Oh, do you know, an average day was, do you, know, do you know, we used to have, when it was good, you know, we'd have a, we'd have a great sense of humour. I mean, we'd be laughing at mad stuff. But again, that's the good people around you. Who you really? We'd have a bit of dinner. You could cook some stuff down like that. A day in the gym. And we'd just hang out. That would be a normal day. I mean, when I was in the blocks a lot, this is where I started writing started educating myself. That would be a normal day down there. But on the wing, just having a laugh, hanging out, down the gym. Any, fu any funny stories? Oh, God, this up. There's loads of, uh, you know, there's loads of funny stories. You can think about all that, you know, all the guys. And I just thought about one. I remember Yami Bolo saying about Yami. Oh, Yami? Yeah, Yami. I interviewed Yami. It went on for four hours, the longest podcast we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yami was Yami was a good friend of mine, by the way, though, right? <laughs> Yami was four everywhere. He was I'm one of them pissed, guys. by the way, yes and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, go on, go on, go on. It's, it's right, just outside the second. Right, door. okay. I'll keep going, I'll keep going. Talk, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. I seen him once on the landing, Yami, Yami Bono, and he come up. He says that I had a friend in there, his name was Charlie. Black Charlie. Now, Charlie was a bit of a boy. You know, he was someone to watch out for. He was one of them, the hair trigger and all that, right? Bit of a... Wasn't like top-notch criminal, but he was no mug, right? He was one of them ones on the manor who you'd know, right? Come from acne and all that. So, you know, he was a friend of my Charlie. But Yammy, you know, I was talking to Yammy one day. Charlie used to take a bit of gear and all that in there, right? But, you know, Yammy, he was like... But he sent me one day, Yammy, he said, yeah, Steve, you know that Charlie... You know, he said, he didn't tell you the other day, though, did he? You know, when he was clucking, I went in there and gave him a few digs. Because he was right. Because <laughs> he, he used to wait till he was clucking, then they'd go and give you a few digs. And he said, Steve, I went in there the other day. He said, he didn't tell you I put his head down at all, did you? I said, for fucking hell, yeah, man. But these are the mad kind of stories. Matter of factly, like, yeah. do you know? But this is stupid stuff. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 
But the way you said it. <laughs> Any other high-profile prisoners you've not mentioned? Oh. That you, that you, like kill, serious killers that were on the news or anything? Sean, look, really, they was all there. They were all in there. They are all there. A lot of them, you know, were friends of mine from the old days. All of them. There ain't no... What about Fred, Fred West? Sh- no, I never caught him because he was in a different... But I'm on about the real serious criminals, you know? Um, Shipley? No, I didn't meet them kind of characters. I met that Colin Island because they brought him to the unit, which was really strange because they wouldn't bring a, someone like that to that unit. But they tried to put him there and it didn't work. We fucked him off, right, obviously, because he's not our kind of fella. But all the other people who you would, you know, kind of know, they was all there because we'd all, you know, we'd be moved around in the same places, Sean. You're very well spoken and you sound like, you know, when you were young, you were, you were wild. Did you educate yourself in prison? Did you study? Did you read? I did, absolutely. You know, I mean, when there was times, Sean, you know yourself, when you're in them places and it's so bad, all they'd give me was a pen and paper or a book. So that would be my world, because I could escape with that. I could escape with that. So that's where I started writing. Then. Yeah. And did you start writing stories for the Monkey Puzzle Tree back then? <sighs> I did, but I didn't even know it. I didn't actually write, but I was living history. I mean, people say to me now, they say, Steve, you are living history. You know, you are, you're living history. But I started learning how to write. I wrote my first novel, learning how to write. Then, I mean, I'm in Charlie Bronson's, but if you look in, in um, uh, Living Legends, he mentions in there Charlie about he read my book. I was a cat, a Stevie Gillen, London gangster. He says it had me grit from the start. He should give up crime because he had earned a lot more from writing than he would than any crime. This was back then. Yeah. Look in the book. This was back then. Yeah. How true. You know, I looked at that the other day after all these years, and it was like a full circle. I thought, how true, Charlie. But listen to this. Can I just add to that? Yeah, go for it. Why doesn't he take his own advice? He only went in on a mug sentence two or three years and he spent all his life there. <sighs> so why didn't he take the advice what he's just given you? He's an excellent why he, cartoonist, why he do isn't he? It Perhaps it took him a long time to learn that. Charlie, do you know what? Charlie's a good friend of mine and a good guy. One of Charlie's problems is is what they do to us in the system is when when we're silly enough to make a rod for our own back, then they build us up into something that really we're not. But this is to keep hitting us with a stick. It doesn't serve us. All I this know, most dangerous man yeah, and, yeah, and I know, but Charlie, that. You never kill no one. I know, Santa. he's not that dangerous really. It's me. You and me both know there's a lot more dangerous men out there than him. Really, is a nobody, yeah? Not really, and truth speaking... There's a lot of dangerous out, people. And listen, yeah. on the out, he's a fuck... He would just get wiped like that. Took away, bang, bosh, there you go, yeah? Because he's not a capable criminal. He's just, he's just built his life in jail. He's built a story in jail. But I don't understand why you want to spend your life... Hold your life inside. He's trying to get out, isn't he? He's trying to get Ryan, out now. He should come home, Sean. I've yeah, just found yeah. out he's 67. Yeah. Is that right? He must be something like that, Santa. But he needs now. to come home now. He yeah. really does. Yeah. Enough is enough. enough right? Is yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. He's not far off my mum. With your, with I your, didn't understand how old he was. With your writing. I didn't understand how old he was. 
with your writing then, was it self-taught or did you have like a creative writing teacher or anything like that? Look, you know, it, everything I've pretty much done, you know, even the businesses and different stuff I've built, it's it's self-taught. I learn by doing. Yeah, I'm open. I, you know, I have wonderful people in my life who many are more further along than I am yeah. and I'm very privileged to have them in my life. They look after me. They really see me, really see me and they see and and and... You know, and they help me, of course they do. I'm always open to learn. And, um, you know, I've had wonderful, wonderful people around me in this last part of my life, Sean, where I didn't have them before. Yes, not the first. Same I didn't me. have that before. I didn't have that earlier neither. You know now, the people I have now, yeah. that you, Sean, I've got yeah. about three, four others, yeah? I never had that shit, yeah. It's that shit that makes a difference. Yeah, it uh, makes all people, the difference. People just backing you up, people that are going to help you. Otherwise, you're, you're on your own, man. Your future is determined by who you associate with. Pardon? Your future is determined by who you associate with. <laughs> all right, so is this is this going to get... <laughs> Look at this room. Yeah, Look around know, this yeah, room. <laughs> is this going to... Um, the book, is it possibly going to get made into a film? Is there anything you can talk about? Yeah, this book, look, you know, it's a wonderful book. I must say, there's going to be preview copies out on the 1st. It's I'm going to have printed copies on the 10th. At the end of July, it's going to be, you know, the, 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 the book promotion all around the world in the bookshops is going to start in earnest. So when will it be available in all the bookshops? Uh, they're going to pre-order at, at the end of July. At, so it's going to be available at the start of August. Because we'll, 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 we'll time this podcast release then yeah. for when it's available, if it's going to be available at the beginning of August. Yeah, beginning of Cause August. Because all people watching this, yeah. they've heard these stories, they're going to want to buy your book. Yeah. And we could put a link right in um, under the video and people can just click on that and buy your book. Because the first day is when a lot of people watch it and want to take action. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You're looking looking forward to a screenplay getting made into the movie. Sean, this book, look, let me just tell you, this book is wonderfully written. If there's one thing I was good at was I was a good writer and speaker. The rest I've learned. The publisher, they've been in this game 20 years. They're so excited about this because I've really produced the goods with this because I've made it authentic, Sandu. No bullshit. I've gone right into it, but it's masterfully written with plots and stuff like that. And it goes through civil war in Ireland, organised crime in London, all of that stuff, high security prisons, it goes all the way through to my life today, you know, in high business circles, you know, about the International Peace Prize, you know, where I try and help other people, public speaking, the media stuff I do today. But it's about me starting off, finding my way back to myself and how I I found myself, the redemption, the learning, how I got out of that, how I got out of it and transformed my life. You know, and it's going to be, it's, I'm in, well, I'm in, the sun, I'm in the sun next week, but the mirror's taking it, the sun's taking it, they're all confirmed. I've been talking to people like Loose Women, Lorraine, 
Uh, this morning, Britain. I mean, a loose real women. big thing. Yeah. I mean, women. I don't know if they're all I love fair, to go lose women. You like lose women? You and me. Oh, lose women? Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let me on. You lose women? Oh, they would never let me on. Though. They haven't confirmed. You might get on, yeah. These people. But they would never let me. A on. lot of them have confirmed already. <laughs> I won't women. go into it. So it's big stuff, right? You know. And you were awarded a peace prize. Yeah, I'm an awarded peace peace ambassador, right? By the UPF, they're you know they're an NGO. They do a lot of humanitarian stuff. This is a lot to do with stuff I I done in Africa, going back into prisons. You went and spoke in prisons in Africa. No, not in Africa. I was you know I was involved with a product that's saving a lot of lives over there, and we've done a lot of work for that company. There's a lot goes on that we don't talk about, Sean. We just do it. How does it feel speaking in prisons, even here? God, did they let you back in? They let me back in, Santo. I went to Leeds and everything. I went to women's prisons. And you know what was really funny? Mm. From being taken round the oh, back like, you know, get away. Oh, Sean, <laughs> you and me, let's have I've, I've spoken a few women's prisons. Yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. that over me, yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Red Ghost, go, go, go. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> women's prisons, Sean, not that one. <laughs> They'd be like, I know him. Just my baby's dad. <laughs> Do you know what I'm laughing? Because I went to Leeds and all the mad places. But you know the one place I see a fight was in a woman's prison. You saw a fight? That's where they had to fight. In the men's prison in Leeds and all that. They was okay. They was cool. Yeah. But the you know the thing we done in the woman's prison it kicked off. What what made it kick off? I don't know. At the end, showing these women they just it kicked off. During your talk, there was a fight. At the end of it, yeah. At the end of it. Probably one fancied you, and the other one goes, eh, what? I don't want him. <laughs> so they probably just had it on. <laughs> so when you go in the men's, when you're in the men's prisons, do you see familiar faces? Then, uh, not really, because really. I've been so not far really. away from so, it. Not yeah. really, because it's been out since 2002. Thankfully. 2002, two, is it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 just after that. So how, how does your story resonate then with this new breed that's in the... It's very powerful, Sean. Yeah. Because you know what it is with uh, who's going through that life. It's like anything. They look to an authority figure. Don't come and tell me if you're any even... But someone who's done it on water T-shirt, they, they have to listen. All right, my ears are open. I'm not saying I'm listening, yeah, yeah, yeah. but my ears are open, right? So it's very powerful, you know? And when, yes. you, when you leave one of those talks and you feel that connection with them, how does it make you feel? I'm very glad that I've done it. I won't say it was easy. It's a lot of emotions. But it's something I had to do, you know? Something I had to do. And to go back in there from someone who was like, get away, who was taken round the back with the dogs, yes. to go in the front and everyone's there. saying, oh, you know, shaking your hand and all yeah, that is... Weird, it's quite a experience. I remember sure. the first prison talk I did after getting out and it was just, it was a bit of a mind fuck. Hearing the noises, yeah. the keys and... Yeah. Everything and the, 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 the background noise that's always ongoing. How did it feel to you going in the first time after all that? Oh, God. Exactly the same. I can remember I walked through, and you know what? I was with this psychologist who I was delivering a thing with. She got me to go in there, you know. And um, I can remember walking through and looking up at the cells, and I just I felt all the pain, Sean. I just felt it like a wave. I thought, wow, all the pain. You know, straight away. 
so it come back. So, you know, I had a day... It's a smell, it's a smell of it. Yeah. It's a feeling, Santo. It's a sm- it's a, I yeah. felt the pain of it straight away, and I, I could just feel it everywhere. Yeah. I thought, wow. Yeah. Does it help you psychologically to help other people? Absolutely, yeah. As much as, yeah. What's the meaning of your life now? To improve the lives of hundreds of millions of people uh, worldwide, you know. We build businesses and we do many stuff and, um, you know, filmmaking, loads of stuff. And, you know, we are doing as much as we can. You know, we've done a lot of wonderful stuff already. There's a lot more to come with the book and the film and, you know, it's all there. So this will... um, Give a lot of answers to a lot of people, and um, you know, hopefully, it will, you know, it will help them in their hard times. Is there anything you would like to say in conclusion to the people watching this who have been on a three-hour journey with you? Wow, was it three hours? Yes. Has it? I thought it was a long time. We've got, we got a lot of young people watching this. <laughs> Some who might be tempted into the lifestyle think it's glamorous. Look, it's not glamorous, you know. Uh, you know, glamorous is being different, not doing what all these idiots want you to do. Glamorous is being yourself, being part of the human race, not apart from it, you know, and finding a good way because this good way is in all of us. But the trick is it's up to us to find it. Whether we find that at the start, the middle or the end, that's for us to find out. Some of us find it a bit later, don't they, Sandu? But if you're clever, you'll find it a lot sooner than we did. And there are people there to, you know, I do a lot of work in this area to try and help if you, And if you're carrying a weapon, look at the, the sentence length that you look at, you know. Is it worth it? Never ends. Well, stay away from this stuff. Yeah. yeah. People are going to want to follow you on your socials. Which socials are you on? All of them, really. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. You know, they can get me. I have a personal brand, www.steven, with the P-H, Gillen, G-I-L-L-E-N.com. There's a lot of stuff in there. Even this book, Sean, we've got our own journal behind it, which has its own system with coachings and all that, which takes people on their own journey of transformation. There's there's a lot of videos on there, coaching, different ways. Because people get the book, they say, wow, that's really good, that book. That's a really good book. You read that book. But what they really need is they want to condense the value of the book for them, to help them. So, you know, you know, we really believed in this. So we come up with a lot of systems behind that for people who want to support, who are struggling, who want some answers, who want to reach out, who want something better, who want to get over the pain that they're in, so they can start and start that journey, start that journey. And, and you are available for people to coach, to coach people? Absolutely, I do it. You know, I mean, I do a lot of uh, exclusive coaching, but all of that stuff will be there. Reach out, absolutely, reach out, and there are many things we can do. What is your preferred method of people contacting you? Um, email is good. Or so I can put your email in, in the box then below the video. Yeah, yeah, email was good. And do you know what? Reach out. You know, a lot of people think we're so busy, and yeah, we are sometimes. But we always get back to people, and you know, we have a lot of systems for other people. We work with people all around the world, so that help and that guidance is really there. And we do get round to people, and we are there for people. It's really as simple as that. 
Chet's the only guest who puts his phone number at the bottom of the video, aren't you? <laughs> Guess you're still getting calls every day. Talk dirty, talk dirty to me, Chet. Come well, on, I'm baby. My number next month anyway. Yeah. But this phone is still going to be online, yeah. But I'm giving it to somebody else because I get that many fucking prank. I don't know who the fuck they are. I don't know what the fuck they are. <laughs> it's all good. All good. All right. So, so all, all the people, all the people who are watching this, then, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed it. It's been a laugh. Um, please put what you thought about this podcast in the comments section below the video. Huge thank you to all the new subscribers. Subscription logo is the bottom right-hand corner. Go for it. Go on, go, go, go on with this me. I'm starring in the film, yeah? Yeah. My first acting debut next month. Hell yeah. K-U-B, yeah? Um, there's a film set. Steven, you want a part in this film, yeah? We could definitely talk about Right, it. okay, because Absolutely. we need a Cotty gangster. We did have one, yeah? yeah. But an argument with him last night, and I told him, oh, fuck off, so he's <laughs> fucked up. Because yeah. he wasn't pulling up with the goods, yeah? So we're making a film. K-Ubi, it's going to be a premiere. Uh, no one's getting paid on it. But the the filming is going to be good. Sean, if you want part in this. Yeah, it's me, it's me, it's me. we got some good boys Sounds in it, great yeah? fun. I don't Sounds know who I'm fun. allowed to mention here yeah, because they told me some names in it, but I don't, but, but, but I don't want to mention it. Yeah, yeah keep names right? out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but it's going to be a good one, yeah? It's a good one. I'm acting in it, my first acting debut so we're doing that the alpha cbd the link the link to chat cbd oil is also we'll down there, in the description. of course yeah, yeah. Well, and and the links to his free of uh four three or four other podcasts we've done including the one that's going viral <laughs> gangster calls out Tyson Tyson Fury. Fury. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Tyson Fury, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm half his weight, yeah, but I'm too quick for that. <laughs> <laughs> huge, huge thank you to all the people who've donated. Yes, thank you. The links are in the description box so we can have James, our cameraman, Joe, our sound engineer, Ciao. and re record in um, professional level in the podcast studio like this. Yeah. All right, fellas. Massive, massive thank you, yep. Chef, for being a brilliant no um, co-interviewer. Let me, let me give you a hug, Stephen. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks like for that. that man. Absolutely thank brilliant. Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're on it. First yeah. time I met you, Steve. Ah, let's go, man. Love you, brother. Yeah, I love you, man. 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 Love you, man.